The Beehive Sports Podcast is powered by Swing Juice. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. What's the next great season, Sketty? Golf season, and it's knocking on the door. It is knocking on the door. So head on over to Swing Juice. Use promo code Beehive20, 20% off your order. They got some sweet polos, all sorts of other shit. Get on in there. Uh, I, I like everything I've purchased from there, so I believe that you would too. If you enjoy listening to us ramble about sports, you might like the clothes that we wear, right? Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, today, the season finale of season one. Season one, season finale. Yeah. Final episode. We're going to take a month off. I've explained this the last few episodes, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit more. Uh, Sketty and I are going to give our Super Bowl thoughts, and then we're going to invite in. Uh, we're going to be posting the link in the comments to join. And you can uh, come on in on video and, and share your uh, thoughts and on the Super Bowl and an array of other things. We're going to talk about the halftime show. Uh, then we're going to get into quarterbacks on the move or uh, who could potentially be on the move and the best fits uh, where they could end up. On this week in sports history, we're not doing five facts. We are doing one story, and it's going to be the 1987 Southern Methodist death penalty story, which is pretty cool. In The Things That Sting, we have uh, Eric Kay's guilty verdict came in today. We're going to get into that a little bit. Adrian Peterson uh, charged with a domestic violence issue. Uh, There's some stuff going on with that. And one that slipped through the cracks, Justin Bannon, uh, sentenced to 16 years in prison, uh, former defensive lineman uh, for, I think, Baltimore and maybe uh, Denver. So we'll get into that. And and then in uh, my hive, it's kind of a wide open slate, but we're just going to talk about what uh, to look forward to in season two. Uh, Other than that, not a whole lot to get to. Let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. The final season finale opening segment is brought to you by Napoli's. I would say hungry watching the game. The fucking games are done. However, <laughs> Napoli's serving great pizza is not done, so you can still head up there, uh, pick up her delivery seven days a week, 814 723 7455. Do not stray away from Napoli's for Pizza Hut. It will be the worst mistake you ever made in your entire life. I got some Napoli's on Sunday. And shockingly, it was really quick considering they were like slamming Stupid busy. Stupid busy. Yeah, yeah. And they, they were, I think, about an hour. And it was I saw, premium. Very, very I saw good the, pizza. Saw the post uh, that they put up on their page where they were like, Yeah. Be patient. Uh, it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. Worth the wait. Oh, it was. Uh, yep. So, after tonight, obviously, like we said, we're going to be taking um, about a, a full month, I suppose, off. We're going to reconvene for a St. Paddy's Day episode to kick off episode or uh, season two. Uh, so, what's the plan, you might wonder. Uh, tonight, like I said, the link is going to be posted in the comments here. 
uh, momentarily. We're going to go through our thoughts on the Super Bowl first. I'm going to get that link posted, then uh, people can start joining in and we'll uh, hear their thoughts as well. Uh, yeah, month off. Team yeah. meetings, that's the plan. Yeah, During the month, team, team meetings. We're going to have, uh, I think we're meeting with Moon. Moon has some interest in uh, yeah. doing some shit. So, um, yeah, we're going to just kind of revamp and go ahead. I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking uh, a little less forward to that meeting after after the game. <laughs> well, he's going to be uh, slightly less excited he's, to talk. He's to coming you. on tonight. So, you're going to, maybe you'll get that out of the way tonight then. But I guess we shall see. You're a little frozen. Are you there? I'm. I'm sure. Yeah, on there. Yeah, I was getting a little, little janky. Okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You got what? You borrowing uh, Miles's internet or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I told you I can't hotspot on my phone right now. So, so uh, we're we're at the whim of Atlantic Broadband. Real quick, gonna pop up our video. We had uh, I think six finalists for the T-shirt winner uh, that chose the Bengals. What plus four and under forty eight? Yep. Uh, we had yep. Uh, and and this time I have it so the video won't crash. So stand by, watch the video. We won't be able to talk during it. But uh, here is going to be the winner. Tim Zafino, congratulations. Uh, so I'll get in touch with Tim. He won himself a T-shirt for the uh, Bengals, or uh, I'm sorry, the Super Bowl, same game parlay over under in the spread he picked correctly and uh, won on the wheel. So congratulations, Tim. We'll get that T-shirt out to you. I think he lives in Nashville. No. Nope. I might have to find nope. an additional sponsor just to ship it there. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll figure uh, something out. Yeah, we'll do a fundraiser. Um, all right, so let's get into uh, our uh, thoughts on the Super Bowl. And while we do that, I will get that link posted in the comments. So you want to go ahead and uh, get us going with Super Bowl uh, reactions. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I was kind of texting you throughout the game. And, and like I said, I think that this game was kind of had a lot of ebbs and flows to it. You know, it looked like the Rams – for the first quarter were totally out, uh, what do you say, out game planning the Bengals. I don't know if they're out playing them so much, but everything they wanted to do worked. They got whatever they wanted to do. You had the injury to OBJ I thought was huge. I mean, the Rams looked like they just stopped at that point in time. Um, you know, he, I think he was well on his way to Super Bowl MVP if he doesn't get injured. Um, you know, the Bengals kind of come back a little bit. You know, uh, I thought Zach Taylor kind of figured some stuff out, or I thought he did running the football a little bit. And then they just completely blew it in the second half. Uh, you know, I, I think what happened in the second half of that game was unexcusable. They, they, uh, I think the Bengals were the better team, and they just blew it. They, they blew it in the play calling, and McVay had his team prepared. Rams capitalized and, and pulled out a late win. Uh, I just don't know how you run the football three times in the third quarter and five times right up until the Burrow injury when you weren't stopping the Rams pass rush at all. It, it just, it was mind boggling to me, mind boggling to me, but you know, 
credit credit to the Rams coaching staff for taking advantage of what was what was uh, given to them. So yeah, and I think uh, you know the big story following the game that we've been seeing for the last few days was the the refs, of course. Uh, but I think yeah, the the refs were legitimately like a model of what they've been all year, which is inconsistent. So there's nothing changed. Like you just had to yeah, expect, yeah. you know, that that's the way it was going to be. They obviously missed a huge call on T Higgins. Uh, they missed a yep. huge call yep. on Ramsey. Uh, yep. So, and, and then in the final drive of the game, if you looked at a guy wrong, they're throwing a flag. Like to me, that's, that's a to Z what we've been seeing all fucking season uh, from NFL refs. I, I think I told you, uh, you know, the one on Cooper cup on the sideline, uh, in the end zone there, that was definitely pass interference. If you want to call that, I get it. But the way they uh, officiated that whole game to call that hold on, on Wilson on a third down stop, like that was just blasphemous to me. Like, what, what are you doing calling that there? Like you set the tone for 58 minutes, how you were calling the game. And then you come out and call that. Like it just not, that's not why the Bengals lost. The Bengals lost because the play calling, I feel, but man, that was just horrendous. Just puts a spotlight on, like you said, the inconsistency all season long that we saw. It just just horrible. Yeah, and uh, people are agreeing with you in the comments. Yeah. Uh, one one thing that I was laughing about that I shared with you when we were texting the other day was that all these people online keep saying it was a bullshit pass interference pass call interference. and it wasn't yeah, pass yeah, interference. Yeah, it was so they don't even they don't these half these people don't even know what the fuck they're complaining yeah. about. Um, yeah. So one, another thing I wanted just a couple notes that I wrote down here. Uh, and this is something Dave Sherman actually texted me like two weeks ago and was like, how have you guys not brought this up yet? Eric Weddle. Yep. Came out of, I think we talked about him briefly. I don't remember talking about him. I just like, it's let him in tackles. I I, I was bitching about how he just magically joins the team before the, the playoffs or week one of the playoffs, whatever, whatever you want to say it was. Well, but yeah, uh, yeah, it comes out of nowhere and, I don't know. I thought it was cool, though, because I liked Weddle. And uh, another – just another couple notes. Did you know that Tom Brady's career is surrounded by Rams Super Bowl wins? Which is bad news for the Rams. Oh, hopefully he comes back in another five years because they're going <laughs> to probably wait that long to get another one. Don- Donald retires. Big, big problem. Well, according to what I've read, Donald and uh, – uh, McVeigh retiring, McVay. it's not going to happen. Well, see, McVeigh, I would be surprised, but but Donald, what's he got left to prove? Uh, Donald said, let's run it back. So they want to run it back. That's the plan. Yeah, that's, that's risky. Risky, I'd say. Um, so Stafford, I'm happy for Stafford. Oh, look at who we got here. Oh, I've been waiting to talk to this guy for weeks. We're bringing him in right now. Matt Ramage Yo. in the house. What is up? I'm on my uh, phone, so hopefully it's still good. No, yeah, it's fine. Was, yep. Nice to have you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, how you guys doing, man? We're doing okay. We're just uh, going through uh, our kind of notes and thoughts about the Super Bowl and uh, crediting a few things here and there. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you what, the one thing that I mentioned at the very beginning that I think you'll probably be on board with. Uh, the refs, a lot of people were complaining about the calls towards the end of the game or the missed calls earlier in the game. To me, that was like a model of what we've seen from the refs all season long. So, like, nothing changed. Yeah, it was it was weird with uh, – let me move this stuff around a little bit. But, yeah, you're uh, good. It was weird that 
how they called it at the beginning versus the end. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't know. There was some sketchy stuff, but I don't know. It was that's the NFL, man. Like that's and I, that's that was kind of my point. Is it's just like that's the way it was all year. They would, yeah. you know, throughout the course of the season, there was games where they were calling everything, and then they missed something super obvious, or they're not calling anything, and then they call something like the holding call, uh, you know, on uh, uh, whoever that well, who was the linebacker, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Wilson, yeah. Like, right? yeah. yeah. So. I felt like that ref was like, "This game is almost over. And I didn't get enough TV time, so I'm gonna need to get my <laughs> right." <laughs> So yeah, was, very few it, penalties. Yeah, it to me it was. Uh, I, I was irritated, but I was going hard for the Bengals, so like I was, I was biased because when I go for a team, like if I'm rooting for a team, if I'm watching the Bills play whoever, and I want the Bills to win that game, like I'm rooting for the Bills almost like I root for the Packers. Like when I root for a team, I'm all in for that three hours or whatever. Yeah, I wanted the Bengals to win, so. I, I was I was I was extremely biased, but like yeah, that that, that game kind of irritated. But I mean, good for Stafford. You know, I ain't got no hate for Stafford, even though that that video from the Super Bowl parade was a little sketchy. Uh here, here hold on. <laughs> well, well, since you mentioned it, <laughs> look at him go. <laughs> he was like, yeah. out. I want no. I mean, and I I hope that lady's all right. I saw on Twitter that she. Like has like a back injury. She broke her spine. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> no. I wasn't sure if that was for real. Yeah. Uh, so I just I just saw too that she's uh, that the Rams and like the Staffords and all these people pitched in you know money and they're like taking care of her of course. Uh, but yeah, I saw that video too today and you know of course the internet being the internet they're like totally this is a bad look for Stafford because he does like she falls and he just beelines away from her. Yeah, like, he was yeah. like. It was like, like, like he thought he pushed her. He was like, I don't want no part of this. Yeah. But, but <laughs> and, my thing with the, yeah, like, my opinion on it is like, he shouldn't be like canceled or like killed. Right. But, right. But I think he, he, and I'm, I would assume he feels the same way. He should have like went like this, like, hey, help. You know, we got some yeah. hurt over here. He shouldn't have just walked away. But obviously, he wasn't going to jump down there and like save her. But he still should have, I, uh, you know, sh- showed some concern. Like, <laughs> like he showed like, like, like it was like he saw like something he's allergic to. He was like, "I'm <laughs> yeah. out." Like, like he's allergic to bees, and a bee was flying around. He was just like, "I'm out." Gone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree some- with you though. I think he was. I mean, he was probably hammered because I, I oh, think yeah. at that. So yeah. he, he's yeah. probably just like, "Oh shit!" And like, you know, yeah. he's not like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't hold any judgment for him. His wife took care probably, of it. Probably- Kelly probably threw a pretzel at her first, so he's like, fuck it, you did it, you deal she, with it. She must have fired that thing because it knocked that woman right off the stage. Yeah, yeah it was like, 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 I, I think it was a bad look, but I, I don't think it's anything like he, you know, should be like killed for whatever. But because, yeah. like, you know, like there's so many people around, they got security all over, and uh, all those people came to help her. But I still think he should have, like, like, stayed there. <laughs> like, at least, like, because everyone's looking at him, he could have, like, waved and be like, hey. Or like, are you okay? Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, not anything really, except for what he did. Unless he what, uh, jumped on her. Anything short of that. He so, done. couple couple things real quick before we get to because I gotta get. We're talking about the halftime show for sure. But the oh. one last thing I want to talk to talk about before we get to the halftime show. Uh, Joe Burrow played a very nice game. 
Uh, sprained MCL, I believe, was what happened. He continued, fought through. It's a Super Bowl. You got you got to let it yeah. all hang out. Like I can't I can't fault him for that. I still stick by. Sketty knows my true feelings on Joe Burrow. I can't stand him. It it is not. I'm never going to say he's bad because he's a damn good quarterback. He's good. I just don't like the guy. I just can't. Although he kind of won me over a little bit with the introductions to Von Miller and uh, Donald and who else? Yeah. Who else? Who's the last one? There was three of them. I, he introduced I himself what, to. I saw that video, but yeah, yeah it's a cool. It's a cool video. It's like you know, it shows him being a little bit humbled. But the suit he wears in and everything, I just. It's I'm struggling to like him, and and that's just me. I'm not anybody else can feel the way they want to feel, but uh, I, I love him. Do you? I, I yeah. I'm with you, Matt. Yeah, I, I, I like that, I'm like, with you. I like that that, that swagger. Like I don't know, maybe it's because I could never be that. Like like Cam <laughs> Newton too. You know, Cam yeah. Newton's got the big hats. I think it. I think it's cool. Like it, it shows like personality. I mean, he's not the same as Cam Newton because like uh, Cam Newton, like he wears some. some some stuff, which I which <laughs> yeah. I think is great too. But yeah, but I, I just I feel like he's just loving life. He's having fun. He's I, I like a little bit of arrogance. Like uh uh, what's his name? Dude, oh Jair Alexander. I don't know how I forgot his name. Yeah. but um, for the Packers when he first got drafted, like there's all those like videos coming. Like he's very swaggy. He's very confident. Little yep. borderline cocky. I, I like it. I, I like guys who are a little bit. But also, like on the field, they're not like that, you know. That they're just they they, they have fun. Yeah. I don't feel like you show you you seen like how you say hi, my name's Joe. They're like, yeah, we we know who you are, dude. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah, it's Easter yeah. only. You know what I mean? It was cool. It was cool yeah, though. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, one quick note about Joe Burrow too. So this was another uh, little stat that I found via CBS Sports. Uh, each of the last 16 quarterbacks to lose their Super Bowl debut have not made it back to the Super Bowl. So that list includes, I mean, it goes way back, but most recently, uh, Jimmy G, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, Cam, Colin Kaepernick, Rex Grossman, uh, Matt Hasselbeck, Donovan McNabb. Like I said, it goes way back. You're talking Steve McNair, Chris Chandler, Bledsoe, Neil O'Donnell. Uh, so, so it goes way back. But, yeah, so that is also – kind of a skewed stat though because look at the guys who were in it like you had Roethlisberger Manning and Brady were representing the AFC for like uh yeah ever two decades (laughs) (laughs) Burrow's gonna have that problem now though like and you're right Herbert and Allen and and, you know Burrow Lamar Jackson does Watson end up over there I mean it's gonna be it, it could be wild you know it's gonna be tough for any of those guys to really carve it out yeah he's gonna have a a tough time getting back. I'm not going to say like he'll definitely be back because I thought Aaron Rodgers would be back, but and he's uh, yeah. obviously what he is. But yeah, the <laughs> AFC is stacked, is stacked for years to come. So yeah, like we'll, 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 we'll see about that. Halftime show. Darren's just joining us. Uh, I'm assuming you did. You see my shirt and you felt the need to wear a Dodgers jersey. Is that what's going on no, here? No, honestly, I I didn't see it at all, but I knew I had to sport it for you because I knew you'd like it. Yeah, I love the Dodgers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so halftime show reactions. Uh, we'll start with Darren since he just hopped on, and we'll head to Matt, Sketty, and then myself. Go ahead, Darren. Um, what do you what What are your thoughts on uh, what we watched at halftime? Uh, you know, it was it was average. I mean, you know, it, it played a lot on nostalgia for the millennial base of uh, fan base for the NFL, and that's. That's really the only people who who 
are out there saying that it was the greatest halftime show they've ever seen them and LeBron he's he was yeah. he was all for it right right off the bat before it even started. And we, then, don't uh, we don't care yeah. about LeBron's opinions on this show. I know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm here for you, Joe. I'm bringing up everything I just like. Hey, uh, Matt. So you you might not know Darren. Darren's are like in our comments all the time, every week. He's become like our look up a stat guy. Like if we're talking about something and we can't figure out the answer, we're like Darren, look it up, and he'll put it in the comments. And we're like, <laughs> all right, dude. With the exception awesome. of anything, yeah. Steve, with the exception I, of anything I, about Steve Young. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. 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 I, I need I need one of those guys because like yeah. I don't know anything. They would, you know, they would stay busy in my show. <laughs> so, Matt, halftime show reaction. I actually loved it, but because I'm old, yeah, I'm 42 years old, and then that's why I feel like every halftime show has an audience th- that they want. Like, usually it's like everyone, even if it's boring, it's like some pop singer jumping around. But like they, they want like a certain like audience. I think this one they were like, hey, let's get all the old people. Who like not old old because I'm not that old, but uh, I I think that that's what they want like the forty year olds who grew up you know listening to Snoop and you know Fifty Cent's not that old but uh it's all in the same thing and I still listen to that stuff like I I, I love music Fifty Cent I love Snoop I mostly listen like to nineties rap or like not even nineties rap nineties music yeah I only listen to same. like new new age stuff I, I not not just like like nineties on nine I, I love that and that's just like a mix of everything anyways that's on serious. But uh, I, I thought it was good. Like, I, I don't usually watch the Super Bowl halftime show. Usually halftime, it's not something that really interests me. So, like, I, I go and, you know, get beer, go to the toilet, do whatever I got to do. But I, I'm not something I'm like, glued to where, like, like, everyone's like, I can't wait to see it. This was, like, the one I, I wanted to see because I wanted to see, like, what they would do. There are people I listen to, like, I still listen to today. But, like, I think the initial reaction, like, this is the greatest halftime show ever. I think that is, like... And I, even I said it at one point, so I ain't gonna act like I didn't say it at one point. But I was hyped up. But uh, I don't think anyone can really say the best because it's all about like Prince. Everyone talks about the the Prince halftime show. But someone who doesn't like that, I wouldn't say it doesn't like. Cause I don't know who doesn't like Prince. But like someone who maybe that genre just isn't their thing, they're not gonna get the best. Someone who doesn't like rap or like listen to Snoop or even know who he is, they're not gonna think that that's the best. So I think it, 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 instead of saying the best, you should say your favorite because. You know, someone might have liked Justin Timberlake. Some a lot of people can't stand it. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, entertainment wise, I guess you could say. But there, there, there's a lot of them that were entertaining. I didn't really see them, but I saw like the replays. Because every year, doesn't matter. The halftime show is gonna get killed. Like everyone, yeah. Usually, this one I don't think it was as angry as as a lot. But everyone's so angry. Like on Twitter, you like during <laughs> the halftime show, you check Twitter. Everybody is like the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Like, you know, like someone punched their grandma in the gut. They're, 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 they're so mad. But anyway, I, I thought it was good. I loved it. I, I wasn't dancing. I was sitting on my couch. <laughs> People were all, like, posting videos and dancing. Like, yeah. no, nah, I'm, I'm not going to do all that. I'm not going to, you know, I, I was chilling on Sunday. I had a lot to change Saturday. But <laughs> it was uh, it was good, though. I liked it. Yeah, Scotty? Yeah, I uh... – it wasn't quite the train wreck I thought it was going to be, but I still thought it was pretty, I would even say below average. Like, I love all that music. I wanted it to be good. I thought Snoop was really good. I thought Snoop was, like, the one shining light in the show. He was, like, the, the only one lip-syncing. Yeah, what's that? He's, like, the only one who lip-synced. 
I didn't think he lip synced at all. I thought Eminem was lip syncing. I know Dre and Fifty didn't lip sync because they were terrible, but like Dude, they were to me, great. man, this was like this was like watching Michael Jordan with the Wizards. Like you're like, yeah, I want to really, really like this, but it's just not the same. And if you think it was, you're lying to yourself. Like Dre was not good, Fifty wasn't good, Eminem was lip syncing. If if Snoop wasn't lip syncing, they should have made everybody lip sync because I thought he was like the one shining light in the whole show. Like. And, Again, I love all that music. The the song selection was really good, but just I don't know if, if rap is just not good live anyway. But like it was just very very lackluster. I thought, I, you know, slightly better, but lackluster. Yeah. So I'm siding with Matt here. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, the only part that has bothered me since is in the aftermath of everything is like all these people talking shit on Fifty Cent because he gained some weight. It's like. Uh, first of all, if you want to talk shit on a guy who's been shot like nine times and lived by all means, go right ahead. But that's not, that's not an avenue I'm going to travel. But realistically, like my, my point, and I, I think I've heard a lot of people say this was I want to see a picture of those people who are talking shit on 50 cent. I want to see a picture of them from 20 years ago and let's see the comparison and what they look like now compared to what they looked like then. Like he's a celebrity, he's getting, he's in his fifties. The guy, he's gonna get, he's gonna get bigger. He's gonna get out of shape. That's life, man. That's how it goes. Like we're not, you know. I mean, Plus, we. Can I say something? I don't mean to cut you yeah, off. No, no, go ahead. But like, did you see like the, where he had to like walk up, pulled himself up, and like did the yeah. whole thing? I mean, I'm not saying like nobody can do that because like people who are fit can do that and they do that type of stuff. But like people like me cannot, and like people who are talking trash. <laughs> I bet a lot of them cannot. Like, yeah. he just, like, walked up, pulled himself up, hung upside down. And that's why I think he was lip-syncing. Because his age, I don't think that he can go upside down and do all that. Like, if I was upside yeah. down and someone helped me, like, I'm not breathing. I'm not going to have a – I'm not going to be able to wrap <laughs> a song with a lot of, You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I think he was on that part. Plus, <clears throat> I don't think he's very good live anyways, I've heard. But I, I love 50 Cent. I just, yeah, anyone yeah. who's calling him, like, fat – especially he's, like – so rich, like it's ridiculous. Like the businesses right. that he's in, yeah. I, I, yeah, he, yeah. I just don't, I don't, uh, I, I got the like the 50 plus crowd who was like, that's a bunch of trash, you know. Well, like when I was in my early 20s and the Rolling Stones were on the stage, I was probably thinking yeah. the same thing, like, who's this, you know. And and this is the first halftime show I can remember that I enjoyed since uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was because I'm I'm with you. I remember that one, Matt. I'm with you. I'm like '90s. That's my. That's I don't stray away from the '90s genre of music, uh, rap, rock, all of it. Like very often, uh, I do like some classic rock and stuff. But uh, no, like the new the stuff that's out now. I mean, in in 20 years, we're gonna be watching the Island Boys on a halftime show, and we're all gonna hate ourselves. So yeah, I'm gonna, I, I, will, I will turn the TV off. <laughs> I, I refuse. Like, my, even like all this like new rap, like everybody has the word Lil before their name. Like I always make fun of my kid. Yeah. Like you listen to him, like Lil, you know, Lil Iggy. I don't even know what these dudes' names are, and they all <laughs> say the same. Like, just like I, I can't yeah. do. Maybe I'm just old. They they had Kendrick in the show, and in half of yeah. his bit, he was just making noise. Like for the yeah, very, yeah he like, was trash. Ken- Kendrick Lamar was my least favorite part of the. Yeah. 
the, he, he was so he was so like he's such an outlier out of the entire crew that was performing. It, it, it was strange. I I couldn't figure out like they had Mary J. Blige up there trying to dance, and I felt like it was like Ben Roethlisberger trying to play quarterback this year. It's just like, man, you can't move like that anymore. Just give it up. <laughs> they they found her one of Beyonce's outfits to put on. I see. That. Yeah, yeah. Look exactly like Beyonce. You guys are cold. <laughs> Welcome to the Lions, Den, Matt. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe around here. Uh. So, yeah, no, I mean, in general, though, I liked it. It was, and like Matt said, it's going to get hung no matter what. If it's, uh, you know, a band or like Prince, then there was probably people who hated the Red Hot Chili Peppers performance a few years ago, Beyonce's performance, uh, Katy Perry. Uh, I heard somebody complaining uh, about The weekend. His thing he did last year. I don't. I don't really remember that well, one. That but was, that was especially awful. You should be happy you don't remember it. Well, I just yeah. know he, he does have one song that I think is pretty cool, but it's the one that I think got him famous, anyways, right? Yeah. The yeah. Blind, blinded by the light or something. Is, Sing it. is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know. Ooh, I'm blinded by the light. <laughs> I don't even know if those are the words. <laughs> You guys know exactly what I'm talking about, though? You're probably going to get it with <laughs> yeah. a copyright yeah. hit because that was probably straight out of what it sounds like. <laughs> it was pretty close. I've been called the songbird of my generation. Next, next step is a, bar, or a Beehive Sports uh, SoundCloud account. When I we first can, started yeah. doing uh, like what I do, I, I used to uh, get really drunk and go live. <laughs> and, like sing, and and sing songs like I'd, I'd play songs like on me and my wife be drinking so it'd be a song it could be rap it could be classic rock or like country and like the words are on the screen so I'll just sing it even if I didn't know it and it was like the worst content ever but people watch and people still mention it once in a while they're like you should do that again I'm like dude that is no people actually well, watch now so what do we need, what do we need to do to make that happen at least one time I don't know I actually I, got- I was like. The last time I was drinking, my wife, I was like, maybe. But I, I would have to, like, not be that drunk, Blackout, because, like, you know, I'm sponsored now, so I have to watch <laughs> They might not want to see that. That's how you yeah. build a fan I got base, drunk though. and went live after the after the Niners beat the Packers, Matt. I, I was, woo, right on one. Dude, my, the my, my, drunkest, my drunkest one, I was in my basement one time drunk, like, Blackout drunk. I probably shouldn't show this, or I'm going to. And uh, I, I, I fell asleep live. Like leaning against the wall in my basement. Like I have a bar in my basement, and I leaned. Up, I was against the wall, and I was just sleeping. And I didn't. I didn't have as many followers as I have now. But uh, there, I woke up, you know. And people, people from my work were like watching. And they were like, "Oh my god!" People in the comments were like, "Did he die?" Like, and they're like, "No, he's from Wisconsin. Like, he'll be all right." And I woke up. I had like two hundred comments on this live. Because it was playing, I don't know how long. My wife, until uh, so I woke up, she's like, hey, check your Facebook. So as soon as I saw it, I deleted it. I didn't watch it. I didn't look at the comments. I just saw like 200 comments like, oh, my God, this bad. And then people were telling me at my work. I'm like, why didn't you call me? I'm like, yo, wake up, bro. <laughs> You're live on the internet. <laughs> but, That's uh, hilarious. That was a good memory. I wish I would have saved the video. I wish I could have had that. But I panicked. I was like, I got to get this off the internet. People were like in the comments on my wife and said, she's like, they're like, someone dialed 911. <laughs> he died. Like, yeah, he died standing up. <laughs> so the video, like, it was just a live feed of you sleeping against the wall. 
Yeah, like I must have been talking and like saying stuff, and then I just passed out and I kind of leaned up and it was kind of like a a border or whatever on the wall. I just kind of leaned against it and I was just just taking a little night night time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, let's get to uh, Matt. I know you'll have some stuff to say about this, so we got a list. I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle them off. We came up with, and uh, 15 of them were from CBS Sports. Uh, Munch and I, or wow, Munch. Shout out. He should join us tonight. I don't know (laughs) if he's, if he's not working, he should be on here right now. Uh, Scuddy and I added three, I think, but I don't know how many we have now. Tell me if I miss any. And, and we know that some of these aren't going anywhere. Some of them are, some of them are huge question marks. Some of them probably won't even be in the league next year, but so, just quick list, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, Tua, Jimmy G, Jameis Winston, Nick Foles, Jared Goff, Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Tyrod Taylor, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Mitch Trubisky. Who did I miss? Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's not coming back. I know you want him to be the Niners <coughs> quarterback. It's not happening. He will be San Francisco 49ers yeah. quarterback week one. A Bills fan today. is like, oh, no. <laughs> as long as he stays in the NFC, I don't care anymore. I'm no, I'm done with that guy. He can be done. He can be done. Just let him be done. So, uh, Aaron Rodgers, we'll start with him. Matt, what do you uh, foresee uh, going on with him? You think he's staying? Yeah, and, and the Packers just hired a new quarterback's coach. Um, excuse me. Uh, what is it? Tom Clements? I forget the name. Already. But he used to be yeah. a, a – an old coach that Rogers, I think, got mad when he when he, when he, when he got let go. I think that's one of the co- one of the coaches that he was ticked off about. So I think bringing him back almost has to be like a little like you know the pack. Maybe he even requested. It. I don't know. I have no like inside information, but I wouldn't be surprised if they say, "Hey, what you know? We want you back. What can we do?" Or if they're just kind of like doing Denver. You know, Denver just hires all the Packer coaches. Maybe maybe they're going that route too. Like, hey, well, let's bring this guy. And, and he's a good coach. It's not like he's some bum that they're doing charity for. But uh, I, I feel like he wouldn't – I wonder if he would have came back if it was up in the air. Like, maybe I'm coaching Aaron Rodgers. Maybe I'm coaching Jordan Love. I feel like he would have wanted to know, is, is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? So maybe this is already settled, just not, you know, public yet. And uh, they know he's coming back. I, I, I feel he's coming back. I've been saying it all off season. I said it last offseason. Uh, and I was right last offseason. But I'm really severely biased. I want him back. Packers are better with him. And <laughs> – but, like, people are saying, like, well, if he comes back, then the Packers cap space. I just made a video about this. Like, the cap space is bad, and then we can't get our guys back. We won't be as good. Like, the Packers don't have to be as good. Maybe being as good as they were was bad because, like, they've been good the last two years. This year, I think the best team in the league, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. They, they lost the first playoff game. Like, it, it get hot. Like, you know, the, the Niners played well when it was important. The Rams did their thing. Like, you get hot. Like, you don't have to yeah. be the best. But when the Packers won a Super Bowl, they were the sixth seed. Like, dude, you don't – it doesn't matter if you're the number one seed, best team in the league all season in the playoffs. It, you know, Correct. It, it, it just irritates me. Like, be – you know, just just get in. The, the, those Giants teams that won the Super Bowl, they were never the best team in the league. Like, even the Patriots, when they went undefeated, they didn't win the Super Bowl. But you don't have to be the almighty best and break records and everyone's you know, number one on everyone's power ranking. And then the playoffs, you just – you know what I mean? Like, dude, I, I don't care if they're as good. Just yeah. you don't have to get there and see what happens. No, yeah, I agree with that too. I, I mean, it's definitely uh, 
the 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 goal is to make it to the postseason. And if you're the hottest team rolling into the postseason, you have a good a shot as the team who has the best record all season long. Yeah. Uh, playing the most, you know, cohesive football. That's that's what's going to get you through through the playoffs, in my opinion. Uh, so Rogers likely well. He, uh, Matt thinks staying. I know Denver has been rumored, like he said, some of the coaches going there. Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Russ Wilson's an interesting one. Yeah, and if he if he lands in a place called Pittsburgh or New England, I'm going to be extremely upset. However, I, even even I with think New England is, I don't yeah, think New England's on the radar. I don't think they got Mac Jones. I really don't think. I never, uh, I never put anything past. Billy B. I know, right? If he thought it was, if he thought Russell Wilson could just give him like a one percent better edge, he would throw anyone. He'd throw his mom to the dirt. Right. Like, yo, we might win another game. You know, I don't care who it is, but yeah, I, I don't really think the Patriots are gonna. I, I think that. Yeah, I, I because I think Russ right. is is Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh or Tampa. I think is is screaming to Russ, or maybe even Darren Boys the the Colts. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I just don't see him going someplace where there's already somebody there. Ron, welcome aboard. Can you hear us? Nope, I don't know. Ron don't can't know. hear us. He looks Not frozen. Either. I can hear you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. Yep, I can hear. I was just, I was just welcoming, uh, welcoming you in. We're we're talking about quarterbacks on the move. We I got a list you. of you uh, me. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. It's might be a little delayed. It's a little or something. jumpy. Yeah. I'm gonna try something here. My video link. Boom. Uh Kirk Cousins. Oh. We're gonna st- stick in the north here. Kirk Cousins awesome. is another one who uh hasn't uh hasn't really played up to the expectation. I, I, Even though he quietly has statistically good years, he just doesn't win. I, I did see they could get out of like thirty five million if they I don't know if it's if they trade him or if they cut him, but because his cap hits like forty million this year, but they they can relieve a lot of that by moving on. So it's well, possible. If I'm Matt Ramage, I want Kirk Cousins staying as close to the uh, <laughs> NFC North as possible because it's a you know could snag yeah, a couple I mean, e- easy wins. Kirk Cousins is like like I get I talk to a lot of Viking fans and they tell me how great he is. <laughs> like like his numbers look good sometimes, but like I have no faith in him. No. Like if, if, if you're going to tell me, like, the top quarterbacks and, like, you know, the top 15 or whatever, who do you want in the fourth quarter? Like, I don't know. And, and the numbers might say I'm wrong, but I don't want Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins, I, I have no faith. I am not worried at all about the Vikings. Dude, Kirk Cousins is never going to win a Super Bowl. Like, he's, no team is ever going to the Super Bowl. Unless he's, like, with some team that they have a crazy good defense and they're, like, just don't screw it up type of offense. Like, <laughs> like Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yeah. If they Jimmy G. For, if they for Brad Johnson. Yeah, you know. Jimmy G. <laughs> but, like, yeah. Kirk Cousins isn't that type of quarterback where he can be told just, you know, throw 10 passes a game. Like, he, he wants to be a good quarterback really bad, and he's just not. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he is, though. <laughs> he just wants to be so bad. He's just—it's he like just me isn't. In, in like podcasts. Like, I really <laughs> want to be good, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you fall asleep during a live show. You know, it's just, yeah, shit, I mean, some, shit happens. You gotta take a nap every now and again. That's right. <laughs> uh, 
Derek Carr, I think we can kind of – I think <laughs> are we crossing him off this list now? Because uh, Derek Carr has been – well, uh, he's it about to get like $40 million a year? $40 million a year for Derek Carr. I, it blows my mind, but that's the rumor that I've heard. Is they're, they're saying they're going to give him $40 million a year. $40 million, that's what they're yep. saying. Mind-blowing. For Derek Carr's services. I mean, I like Derek Carr, but I don't like him that much. I don't think <laughs> yeah, he's, like, right, the worst. Exactly. I don't think he's the worst. Like, if no, he's, you got to you... <laughs> Not $40 million. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. you could talk me into it. No, I mean you better get Deshaun Watson without all the problems for forty mil. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. What yeah. about uh, Kyler? So we can talk about Kyler. I see in the comments, uh, Terry says he'll take Kyler in Pittsburgh. Uh, no, t- Kyler should stay right where he's at. They should get rid of the coach. That's what nope. they should do. Kingsbury's. Yeah, I agree with that. Can't win in the second half. Uh, the thing I think personally, I think Kyler should go to the Oakland A's where he was drafted and play baseball because <laughs> I, I I don't know how he's he's calling him he's the scapegoat is what he's saying they're making him the scapegoat for their loss against the Rams in the playoffs which was he he played terrible he was not very good no so I don't know like did the so the what spin- does that mean like when when they say when he says they're making me the scapegoat, are they trashing him in the media or like did they call him and be like, "It was your fault. You're a piece of crap." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really come out and like blame him, but I was like, I, when I heard that, I was like, "What's that mean?" Like, I get like the media and like fans are gonna say, "Well, you know, first of all, he did. Like, he didn't. Like, that's like Aaron Rodgers coming out and be like, oh, that wasn't my fault.' Like, I mean, it wasn't technically because the special teams was crap, but like he scored ten yep. points." People are gonna say some stuff, like you know what I mean. Like if, yep. if you make mistakes in a big game, people are gonna say uh, stuff. Like I don't, I like eight yards in the second half. Good. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's. I don't want to get into that, but uh, <laughs> I, I like Kyler. I, I I think he's a good quarterback. He's young. I think you know. Not me neither. Me neither. <laughs> but uh, he uh, like we'll see. I don't know. But I, I don't know where he'll go. Like that'd be interesting though if he just up and said, "I'm gonna play some baseball." Like if he can get some baseball money. And not get hit all the time. Like I'll, I'll go play some. Yeah, it's a surprising yeah. move to go NFL over MLB if you're drafted and in, into both, which he was. Uh, but guys do it. I mean, there's been a quite a handful of them who have. So um, finally, be somebody in the league who doesn't tower over Jose Altuve when they're standing on second base <laughs> next year. <man. laughs> My man, right here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was a there was a rumor that uh, Minnesota was going to try to trade for him for Kyler. Uh, it's kind of been picked up here locally in the Minnesota media that they were going to yeah they were they were going to try to um, work a deal out see if they were interested in getting rid of him for some draft picks uh, up here, which I think would be awesome because it'd be great if they signed him for a couple of first round picks and then he went and played baseball anyway, and <laughs> the Vikings had nobody to play quarter, dude. The thing, like, with the Vikings, that's just, always, I can see that. That's Herschel Walker always. all over. Dude, the Vikings are all over, like, every player. Like, they're getting everybody. If you were the Viking fans, like, they're all over oh, yeah. the comments. Oh, yeah. We're getting this guy. We're getting that guy. We're going to do this. And then they signed Kirk Cousins to $80 million. <laughs> so, like, yeah, Viking fans are all, like, the coach and Harbaugh. Was, like, yeah. Dude, they wanted Harbaugh so Oh, bad. yeah. Oh, the, the Harbaugh thing was hilarious. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're getting Harbaugh. Yes. We're doing this yeah. and that. 
it, it doesn't happen like we didn't want him. He sucks anyway. And it's like. <laughs> 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 when thing, when things don't pan out yeah that, that, that's like classic nfl fan behavior though like if they get oh, a guy yeah. if they get a guy they love him and as soon as he leaves is, for more money or, anyway didn't like that guy anyway yeah no, no, he sucks he ain't gonna do nothing <laughs> so uh crossing some guys off our list here tua uh Tua's is staying Tua's is staying is that what we decided that uh i think Tua stays so McDaniel wants him there. That's going to be his guy, his project. Good luck, uh, Jimmy G. Jimmy G's pregnant. He's Audi five G. Audi five G. I think. I think Jimmy G is either going to be. I, I I really don't see him in Tampa because he does, he can't do what the offense uh, Arians wants to run does. But I really think Pittsburgh or uh, Washington will be. Possibly, possibly even the Colts, Darren. You got something to look forward oh, yeah. to. Let's go. All the guy does is win. More, All the more guy mediocre does is quarterbacks win. With, with a lot of upside that they never get. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mediocre. <laughs> you don't want to hear my thoughts. He's been to two NFC Championship games. Come on now. Hey. There's respect <laughs> on the man's name. And Carson Wentz no. played like an MVP a couple years ago, and now you see what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. But the thing with Jimmy G is like he's like the don't screw it up guy. Like and I'm, yeah. I'm extremely biased, and I, I I'm a Packer fan, so like I I hate Jimmy G. Like, so like after that, him and uh, Robbie Gold, the Packers suck thing. Like that just added a little pepper on the top. I don't like pepper, but uh, <laughs> uh, I I can't stand. I mean, I, but I'm not gonna be like he ain't trash. Like he he's not. I would even put him above Kirk Cousins because Kirk Cousins will try to make some stuff happen, and just help out the other team. Jimmy G was like uh, he'll he'll. He's good with like, hey, run the ball, play good defense. I won't. I'll try not to screw up over here, and he can keep it going on the field. He's a good game manager, or whatever. He's not like, like some bum trash. He's gonna get paid if he goes somewhere. But uh, I think like the, I, think, I think the Steelers would be interesting because Tomlin is a strong coach. Like you know, I, I, I'm not sure yeah. like his offense philosophy, but they could for sure have a great defense and try to build a great defense. Yeah, they want. I don't know they what they want to run right the now. football. Yeah, and run the ball. Have a quarterback who's not going to be out there yep. gun slinging, just freaking slinging it around, like throwing it behind his head and stuff. But he gets in trouble. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think that that would work. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw two more names out. And let's see what you guys think about this: Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston. Does it matter, bro? In the grand scheme, no, it doesn't. No. Matt Ryan's cap number is way too big to move. He's just he's forty million or something like that against the cap, forty five million. Like, there's no way anyone's trading for him at this point. Like, you, you, they can't do anything. They can't cut him. They can't trade him. Like, they need to hope he retires. Yeah, I would take Jimmy G. I think over Matt Ryan. I have to Matt Ryan. Like, well, I forgot he was still playing. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> Ter- Terry in the comments said, "Didn't know Matt Ryan was still playing." Almost right yeah. on cue when you said it. Yeah, I'm glad uh, he's doing well. <laughs> So, Jameis, too, is another one. I mean, where did he only sign a one-year deal in New Orleans? Yeah, they're saying uh, Tampa Bay might be a landing spot. Yeah, For Jameis? Yep. Yeah. Man, I thought they'd keep him away from cities by the ocean so he got you know wasn't uh, stealing Dude, crab legs from <laughs> local fish Just markets imagine, again. Though, if, if, if I was a team and I was really interested in Jameis, I would say, like, find the best quarterbacks coach you can find. Like, the best quarterback coach of all yep. time, wherever that is. Because he can sling it. He, he, 
All Definitely the has an arm. But he also just like, you know, he's a giver. He's like Santa Claus. Yep. He's yep. Like, you get an interception. <laughs> yeah. You get Like, corners love him because like, there's some corners that went to the Pro Bowl because of him. <laughs> he's gonna sling the thing around. So if they could, if a team could find it, they could control that, fix it, like we do all the things, but not that part of it, or at least limit it. I, I, I think he could, he could be successful. I wouldn't like put money on him or nothing, but uh, I think it'd be interesting if if he had a good coaches around him that could try to like you know like he's a gunslinger to so try to tame him in a little bit, like yep. you know they tame horses. You know they're all wild at first. I don't know. I saw it on TV show once. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? Leave so I, I don't I don't know why Jared Goff made this list. I I find it hard to believe they part ways with him already. Uh, I understand that if they are looking for their future guy, you know, maybe they might move on from him. But it seems kind of soon. Probably yeah. because they have Tim yeah. Boyle over there, bro. Tim Boyle, former <laughs> Green Bay Packer, the goat. He was on my podcast one time. He was? Maybe, yeah. I think, you know what's funny? I, he was on my podcast, like, not, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I think it was before COVID. But uh, I froze during the podcast. That's when I was, like, kind of, like, still sucky. Not that I'm great now. But uh, it wasn't live or nothing. And I, my brain just, like, locked up, like, mid-sentence. And I'm like, I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. And he's I mean, he's on the phone. And he's like, all right, well, uh, that that's okay. And he was trying to, like, help me out. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. And then I actually said to him, I said, I said, uh, do you have any ideas? Because like my brain is just like <laughs> shut down, locked this is up. Your show now. And then he's like, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, you're the host now, bro. And then he was like, uh, and then all of a sudden it came back, like, no, I got it. And then we went. I just edited it out because it wasn't live. I feel like such an idiot. I, I wish you like two other question. I was like, I'm done. You gotta keep that stuff in there, man. That's the good stuff, <laughs> dude. Oh, it was like five minutes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. I felt you so bad. Time I, not really bad. I, yeah, I know. I shouldn't keep them. You know what's funny? I had Ha Ha Quinn Dix on my podcast. This is a good story. Yeah, like, everyone kind of knows that. But uh, I, I got drunk one night and deleted it. Like, I don't even. <laughs> I don't even have the podcast anymore because I was, oh. I was drunk and I was uploading a podcast. And then I had I, back then I was using SoundCloud, so you have favorites, you know, and they're like they're on the top. So when I uploaded a the next podcast, I saw Haha Clint Dix. I'm like, oh, I re-uploaded the wrong podcast. It's a Haha, so I deleted it. And then I was like, then I realized, like, oh, I just deleted it. So I went into my computer to find a, the podcast, and it wasn't there. I think it was like, it might have been an old laptop. Like I might have got a new one, like right after that, because it was my first episode. But uh, that sucked. I have the video still, but it's like, he, it's not good audio or not. It's just like from a. a he came to your family. house, right? Yeah, he came to my house, like. He, he said he would do it because we used to do the videos together, like the cleat phone and all that. And then, so he said, he's, I'll come, I'll, 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 I'll do your podcast. I'll come to your house. I was like, you don't got to come to my house. Cause like that, that, that's, I don't live in Green Bay. I live like 35, 40 miles north or whatever. And he got traded like while we were talking. And then he came back to clean up his house or whatever to, to finish up at, at the end of the season, all his personal stuff. And he's like, I'll come to your house. So he came to my house and did it. I was so nervous. I was like pacing back and forth. It was actually good though. He was like so cool. It made me comfortable. But uh Yeah, that would have been that would have been cool. It just sucks I deleted it. But it doesn't matter. I mean no one's going back to listen to a podcast or whatever it was, two thousand eighteen or whatever. But I I have the video, I have like little clips. But then they say the audio I don't have is like you know. But it's funny because like during I was doing the podcast, I had two mics set up and then halfway like not even half like right away I realized his mic doesn't work. 
this is not working, right? But I had a I, I had a blue ball mic, and those blue ball mics really pick up pretty much everything around you. The, the, they're pretty good so it, like in the video you can see me just sliding the mic over like every, like every time he talks i just slide it more i don't want to be so obvious and he's talking to his mic i was like man if this audio doesn't pick up and it's just like an echo of him in the corner i'm gonna be so mad plus you know he was he was eating mcdonald's so he had a cup and he was just tapping the cup on the table the whole time i was like that's definitely screwed up my audio but i don't want to tell him like, hey stop. yeah you, yeah you don't, yeah you don't want to yell at haha clinton dix who just came to your house to do a show yeah, he, he was actually really cool. Like, he was uh, real polite. Like, I told him, I was like, you don't take off his shoes. He's like, I always take off my shoes people's house. It's, it's rude not to. I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, if you look <laughs> around this thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he, he was super cool. Like, he, I, I'm a player coming to your house. And, like, people, like, in my town, I, I live in a small town, like 4,000 people. Like, it got around the hot clinics was in town. Like, there's a hot clinics at your house? I was like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? He stops by every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys. No, no big deal. Yeah. No, it was it, it was definitely pretty cool. And it, it was cool. Because I, I started my podcast way back when. And then I, I quit because I sucked. And I was like, I suck at this. Maybe this ain't for me. And then, like, I waited, like, I think it was the off season or whatever. And I was like, screw it. I'm going to try it again. And I started talking about it. And back then, me and him used to talk a little bit. We were doing the little, you know, video things. And I mentioned it. And then I was like, hey, you want to be a guest? And then... He was like, yeah, I'll come on. So then that's kind of how I, that's one of the reasons I started again. Cause I was like, well, I got a guest. I didn't like think past that one besides like Tom Crabtree. He'd come on all the time back then. But uh, that's I, cool. It, all right. So here, here cool. one, one more quarterback to go over and we'll see what you guys think about this one. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I think oh, that's, that's one that, like, if, for a while. <laughs> if, if you're one of those teams, like, even Darren, for you with the Colts, like if you're one of those teams that you're right there, I think I Trubisky's young enough. Man. Well, but <laughs> I think Trubisky can be good. You get him out from Matt Nagy's garbage offense, right? And I think the guy can play. Like I really think, you know, I, he, he goes so to somewhere great. to contender. I predict that he's going to go to the Giants. I think he follows Dable because he has a yeah. year under his system. Uh, Dable did a lot with Josh Allen to get him to where he's at right now. Uh, Trubisky has a year under his system. Daniel Jones is eh at best. Yep. So uh, I could see those two squaring off in a uh, quarterback, you know, competition for the Giants for next year. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he needs to go somewhere where there's a competition. What's yeah, that? Yeah, I agree. I think he needs to go somewhere where there's competition where he has a shot. And, uh, yeah, dude, I would love nothing more than to see him thrive. Somewhere Just not Chicago. Like, take a big dump yeah. on Chicago. And like I would dude, I would love to see Trubisky win an MVP someday. Just so I can trash the Bears, be like, bro, that was your guy. And you made him suck. And then he went because like I think it was a preseason game for the Bills. Like he did I think he played the Bears and like tore up a little bit. I forget. That was a lot of beers ago. But uh, yeah, I, I I would I would like to see him. I don't think like he's some great thing, but I think he he, he deserves a shot to be in competition. And even if he doesn't win to like play under someone, then maybe like the year after he gets a shot somewhere. But yeah, I, I definitely think that he's worthy of a shot for a team that doesn't have whatever an all pro quarterback. All right. Hey, uh, we're going to oh, go ahead, Ron. You got something? I, think Ron's on delay like a news person. Hey, <laughs> I know, man. I'm sorry. I can't freaking switch. You can get off of that thing. Um, 
He, uh, what if, what if uh, Rodgers either decides to retire or move on, and uh, the Packers brought in Trubisky to back up Jordan Love? What'd you think about that? That would be interesting. You just blew. You just blew Matt's mind. I'm really like that. It's it's all there. I mean, Jordan Love is, you know, if Rodgers decides to go, I, and I want him back. I'm not saying he should go. But if he decides to either retire or move on, or even next year or next year, and Trubisky's out there as a backup option, I don't know if there's a lot of guys out there that um, are better than him. I, you know, at this Dude, point. I think it's a, I think it's a good uh, a good thing to think about because if Jordan Love's your guy and like and they're like full in on him and they're like, hey, this is he's going to be this and that because Jordan Love is like two years younger than Joe Burrow. He's really young yet. He's like almost two years. I think it's like twenty three months or sure. something. So they if they fully believe that Jordan Love is that dude, if Rogers is gone, they want to bring in a, a backup that is good but not too good. They don't want to bring in like some vet who. He could feel like he could, you know, he's up, looking over his shoulder all the time. And Trubisky could be that guy, and also maybe he doesn't suck, you know. I, so I, I think that's interesting. But Rogers come back, so it doesn't even matter. Well, and, uh, <laughs> I think yeah, I agree too. I, I just threw that out as a hypothetical. No, I, I, I think uh, I, I think that's a pretty like I said. He's not. Right? I don't think he's better than Jordan Love, but he might give him enough competition to keep Jordan Love, you know, moving in the right direction. And that might be what we want, right? At the end of the day. And, and he's seen some stuff, so like he could still be a guy that could be like, you know, whatever, whatever, talking on the sideline, how they do, they get the iPads. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they do, but they help each other. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, are you guys sticking around for the next segment? Any of you got to go? Uh, I, I got to head out because I got to do another uh, one. I got to go coach go hockey tonight. Yeah, you got to coach hockey. It's going to be me, Sketty, and Darren moving forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, you're – thanks for – go ahead. Thanks for having me, boys. No, that's it. Sorry if I if, if I was a little too chatty. I'm used to my own stuff. No, you're, you're fine, man. <laughs> that's, that's that's tonight's purpose. Give me and Sketty a break. Yeah, it, it, it's good stuff. No, you guys are awesome. Uh, have fun. You guys are talking about some hockey, though, you said? No, Ron has to go coach hockey. Oh, oh you got to go coach hockey? Yeah. I got to go coach hockey. Yeah. Do they fight? Like, is that young kids? They just... That that's the only thing I like. I you know I see nine year olds, so no, they're not. Fighting. They're running into each other yeah. a lot, but they don't fight. All right, All right. Matt <laughs> was about to look up ticket prices right there. I know. I was like, yeah. I, 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 where, where do I go? Right. Road trip. Dude, that'd be awesome to see kids beat down each other with not even a puck out there. Just, <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that's a bunch cool. of parents. Good luck. Oh, be so many your mama so fat jokes, you wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Matt. We're gonna have you uh, back, yep. and Ron. I know will be back too. But we're gonna plan something for season two when we get into March and April, and uh, do a full show again. Uh, yeah, you know that good. way. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely have you on, and even uh, everyone in here. You guys are good stuff. It's fun. You guys can jump on my thing for sure. All right, peace out. Have a good one, guys. Yep. Absolutely. See ya, Matt. See you guys later. See you, Ron. Later. See you guys. All right, so we got to close down the opening here. Napoli's, want to thank them uh, for being with us in uh, season one, the majority of season one. Uh, They bought on for all football season. It was great having them. They've been a terrific sponsor uh, doing the uh, giveaway for the Super Bowl that Bo won. Uh, We posted the picture of that. It was, it's, it's been great. So Steph and all those guys have been awesome. 
Uh, so thank you, Napolis. And uh, we're going to take a break, and we will be back with uh, this week in sports history, which is going to be the Southern Methodist Death Penalty, 1987. Hungry? Watching the game? Order some Napoli's Pizza. Order the best pizza in the Times Observer, Reader's Choice every year. Homemade, hand-tossed, delicious hot pizza, stroboli, salads, subs, and so much more. Located in North Warren, come on in or call 814-723-7455 and ask about our specials. Pickup or delivery available 7 days a week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Again, that's 814-723-7455. Hi, this is Brian Hagberg, and I wanted to take a moment to tell you about our new website, yourdailylocal.com. Your Daily Local is your new home for news, sports, and events in Warren County and beyond. Our goal is to cover the people, places, events, and happenings that matter to you in a variety of ways, including writing, video, and audio. And the best part? All of our content is available for free. Head to YourDailyLocal.com to get the news you need when you need it. Let's take a look back at this week in sports history. This week in sports history brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit Your Daily Local for the news you need when you need it. I want to thank uh, Brian Hagberg and Andy Close for uh, being with us in Season 1. Look forward to doing more with those guys and uh, having them on more. We're going to tackle maybe a little bit more local stuff uh coming into season two so we'll see how that goes but uh that's all part of the that's all part of the team meetings we're gonna have sketty i i look forward to it that's right because there might be a there's beverages allowed at the team meetings right there's for sure beverages allowed at the team meeting not only allowed encouraged Encur- required <laughs> even better yeah <laughs> Hunter, thanks for jumping on. I, I kind of thought, uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to hop on with us tonight, but I figured if you were, it would be during this segment since you were the one Absolutely. who this is for. Uh, Hunter had sent me this a while ago. I'm glad he reminded me today because I completely forgot. The hell are you talking about? Yeah, he sent me a text that's like, <laughs> dude, the death penalty, you're running out of time. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to jail? Like, what the fuck's he talking about right now? <laughs> Am I being charged with something? <laughs> like, what? Really confused about what was happening there, but uh, yeah. So Hunter, Hunter sent me this, and uh, he he uh, wanted us to go over it in the sports history segment. And I actually read into it; it's a pretty crazy story. Uh, so we'll get started with it, and then uh, you guys can chime in as we go. So this is 1987. Uh, the phrase coined by John Lombardi, the former president of the Un- uh, University of Florida, used the death penalty to describe the penalties imposed on Southern Methodist University football uh, when the NCAA found out that they were paying several players, uh, you know, to commit to the team. Uh, so for those who don't know SMU, most of you should or have heard of it at least. It's a small school in Dallas, about 6,000 students. Uh, and in 1982, back when college football wasn't predominantly owned by all the same teams for, you know, uh, you saw a lot of these small schools come in. Uh, we talked in the past about Washington, Jefferson, Duquesne, uh, some of these smaller schools that were relevant back in the day. Um, so 
1982, SMU had an undefeated season. They were ranked number two in the country. They won the Cotton Bowl. Uh, in 1976, they had hired a guy named Ron Meyer, and that was when this uh, small school started becoming kind of a powerhouse in uh, in the world of college football, which you know, in the in the realm of Texas football, you you have the Longhorns and Texas A and M, these bigger schools that kind of rule the roost, so to speak. Uh, and what what took place here is the the big signing. And now there's a thirty for thirty ESPN does about this. Uh, it is the uh, Eric Dickerson decommitting from Texas A and M and chooses Southern Methodist. Now nobody could figure out. <laughs> How, how did this happen? Why did this take place? It raised a lot of eyebrows as to what's going on there. Uh, in the ESPN 30 for 30, which is titled The Pony Excess, uh, is dubbing uh, or making a mockery, I should say, of the Pony Express, which is what their backfield was known as with Eric Dickerson and his teammate Craig James. Uh, but no one would ever say how or why he landed at Southern Methodist. And the ongoing joke around the world of pro and college football was that Eric Dickerson took a pay cut when he was drafted. <laughs> Whoa, Hunter. Hey. <laughs> Somebody's got some gray sweatpants on. <laughs> yeah. Watch the cam, brother. Everybody wants to come up here and talk to Uncle Joe, hence the frozen stuff. I'm in my daughter's room. Well, you you uh you don't have to you don't have to It's know. my sweatshirt. I'm wearing khakis. I just no, got out of work. No man, it went than, it went lower than that last time. Calm down. You just threw me completely off the whole segment. I don't even know what what were we even talking about? I mean what not wearing gray sweatpants. Oh, okay. Uh, so, anyways, like I said, the joke was that Eric Dickerson took a pay cut when he entered the NFL. Uh, in 1982, Bobby Collins took, takes over as head coach. That's who leads him to the undefeated season because Ron Meyer at that point had departed SMU to take over the then lowly, garbage, trash, terrible New England Patriots. <laughs> They're kind of that well, way I mean, now, too, if, if you ask me. Uh, but anyways... So uh, the problem with Bobby Collins was that he wasn't a great recruiter. However, they're still getting these good, these good players. Uh, but to go back to Collins being a shitty recruiter, he chases after a Pittsburgh prep star by the name of Sean Stopperich. He paid Sean $5,000 to commit to SMU. At that point, Sean moved his entire family down to Dallas to play for SMU but what Collins didn't know was that in Sean's senior season, he blew his knee out and his best football was behind him. He lasted only one year at SMU uh, and left the program. He also became the first key witness for the NCAA uh, when they launched their investigation into SMU. Sorry, I'm getting my notes organized here. There's shit all over the place, you know? So the first round of penalties came in 1985, where SMU received a two-year bowl ban, as well as uh, 45 scholarships uh, revoked that were to take place over a two-year period. Now, when this happened, the boosters took the, took the heat from 
uh, the school president, you know, and all of that. And they were dubbed the naughty nine. These are the nine boosters who allegedly forked over cash to get all these players there. So the NCAA then held a special meeting because though those penalties that we just discussed, the two-year bull ban and the 45 scholarships, those were at that point the harshest penalties ever handed down by the NCAA. Uh, although they did that, the NCAA thought we need something harsher for people who are cheating. So the harshest of those rules they came up with were dubbed the death penalty. Uh, to make it right after the 1985 sanctions, SMU was to cut payment to these players immediately. They took a different route. They implemented a phase-out plan where they continued to pay players who were promised the money until they graduated. One of those players, David Stanley, who was kicked off the team, went forward and did an on-TV interview about all the benefits that uh, the improper benefits he received. Uh, Following that, Collins, among others from SMU, tried to do their own interview. But the, uh, and I think, I thought I wrote down, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't write down. I thought I wrote the news channel that uh, actually played the interview with these uh, three guys, Collins and two of the higher up staffers at SMU. The media set a trap essentially, and got them to admit a payment on TV. And I guess the interview was extremely awkward. They looked uncomfortable and fell for the trap, basically admitting their guilt on on television. Uh, So at that point, February 25th, 1987, NCAA Director of Enforcement David Burst made the announcement that the death penalty was being handed down to SMU, and basically the football program was dead. Uh, it was such an intense moment for the director of enforcement that he actually fainted moments after making the announcement. The 1987 season was canceled. It is the first and only time the NCAA has actually canceled an entire team's year. Uh, No home games were to be played in 1988, but due to the harsh restrictions and the fear of high school athletes committing to the program, They couldn't even field a team in 88. So they had no season for two years. Uh, It's been so hard for them to recover still from this uh, death penalty that they had one winning season the next 20 years, which came in 2009 when they finally made a bowl game. And that is, uh, that's, that's the story of the Southern Methodist death penalty. Any questions? I, Direct them to Hunter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want to say about it other than, you know, they kind of just got an example made of them because everybody was fucking paying, playing, paying players back then. You know, it's kind of. It's easier to get away crappy. with though, when you're a, when you're a big name university, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you're a small town school, like 6,000 people, you know, that'd be like teal going to the national yeah. championship and, and winning it and then being like, now you're telling me some small town school in the middle of, you know, BFEPA just won the national championship. Something sketchy is going on. It's like you got to be, it, I mean, if you're going to do it, be smart. It, it A&M, go ahead, Darren. 
Uh, I was just gonna say, all it takes is like, like uh, Joe said, it's just like one guy who tears his ACL and has sour grapes about it. It's gonna, it's gonna pipe up and tell the media about it, and that blows pretty much the whole operation there. Which, which is the same exact argument I will use until I'm dead of why pro sports are not rigged because there is way too many mouths to feed, yeah. and somebody would get far richer think- telling that story than they ever would from uh, being a part of it. You think Colin Kaepernick wouldn't be blowing the whistle on that right now? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, uh, or no, yeah, Colin Kaepernick wouldn't be blowing the whistle on that. He's he's making way too much money doing what he's doing. He wouldn't do anything to mess it up. What what does he got to go against? He's got to yeah. pretend like the league is real, so so that he can act like they're blackballing him and keep his paychecks coming. Colin Kaepernick would be the safest person to keep that secret. <laughs> it feeds into his. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> he can't say it's rigged then then no one cares about him anymore gets him all them nike promos yeah yeah but what's so, the deal with a&m though like when they didn't get dickerson like didn't a&m like he wanted the camaro or whatever and a&m said that they had already paid him enough money he should just come there and then like smu was like we'll get you a camaro no problem it's possible i didn't read that that far into it but uh yeah i wouldn't I, all I know is that nobody would ever come clean about why that happened. And, and in fact, when most people were asked the article that I read, the people who would know the answer only would smile. That was their response. Yep. Nobody ever, ever told any glimpse of truth about any of it. Other than the NCAA knowing, hey, we're not, you know, dumbasses. There's no way a small town school like you is, is winning the Cotton Bowl you know, you got 6,000 students. I guarantee you out of those 6,000, you have probably five total D1 athletes that actually attend your school. There's no shot you're, you know, going through and, and you know, to today's standards, winning a shot at the national championship. There's no way. Yeah, and uh, to, to one of you guys made a comment that the small school thing, I think it was Hunter. Uh, what I found out, too, in reading that article, I forgot to make a note of it was that they had a horrible relationship with the local media, SMU, and that Dallas is credited as one of the hubs for where investigative journalism uh, kind of kicked off, where it, you know, it really started. So they kind of uh, opened the door for their local media to who they already had a bad relationship with to find a way to, for them to sling some serious mud, obviously. I mean, it was a major violation, but... Darren, are you back? What, what's going on? You're muted. He's talking to somebody, I think. Yeah, sorry. My daughter keeps walking in, so I, I have to keep muting it. <laughs> she doesn't we're, understand. We're she doesn't know you're busy. I, I wasn't listening at all. Yeah. Uh, oh, you didn't hear what Sketty called you? <laughs> <laughs> Am I glad I didn't? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it might have to be censored. Yeah, we don't. Well, it won't be, though, because we don't censor anything on this show. That's That's what that's what we love about it. All right, uh, we're going to wrap up sports history. This week in sports history brought to you by Your Daily Local. Visit yourdailylocal.com for the news you need when you need it. Take a quick break, and we will be back with the things that sting. Jones Pest Control, your hometown pest control company, servicing residential and commercial properties in Warren and surrounding areas since 2015. Sean and his crew will work tirelessly to keep your home or business free of insects to rodents and everything in between. Contact Jones Pest Control at 814 Two three zero nine five four eight, and set up an appointment today. And remember, 
ants, spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control, 814-230-9548. Checkout means sales and services with two locations on Warren's east side. Their garage at 800 Lexington Avenue not only services cars sold by means, but has knowledgeable staff and modern state-of-the-art equipment waiting to serve their hometown of Warren. Whatever you need, including alignments, tires, brakes, yearly or enhanced PA inspections, oil changes, and much more. Make your appointment today at 814-723-7191, extension 2. Now time for the things that sting. The worst stories in sports, according to Joe. This edition of the things that sting, powered by Jones Pest Control. Ant spiders, bees, or mice, don't think twice. Call Sean Jones and his crew at 814-230-9548. I've been thanking each sponsor as we go. Huge shout out to Jones Pest Control. They were the very first sponsor of the show, which is pretty cool. I think they're they're like... uh, Barrier breakers, right? Quick introduction, jumping on the feed. Your first ever fan rant champion, Moon. Oh, was I? I played the wrong song. I played. I played. I played Stone Cold. You didn't tell me you were going to be Ric Flair. I was confused. Let me see if I have Ric. I spent more money on spilt liquor and bars and Warren than Skeddy made this week. Okay. I'm only. The Rams are only now 14 championships away from the Nature Boy. So things are looking up. Moon, I'm I'm upset you didn't invite me to come out for one of those spilled drinks, bud. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I would I would even I would even told you, congrats. We now know it was Zach Taylor that blew the last Super Bowl for him because he had the better team this year and fucking blew it. He Actually, blew it. The, the the tie is Eli Apple. Okay, he's the Ooh. one that, that that blew it when he was with the Saints. Back when the Rams went to the Super Bowl. And so why put them on Cooper Cup? I just don't get it. Well, they should have had two guys on Cooper Cup because the Rams offense could do absolutely nothing after OBJ went out of the game, which I will give credit to OBJ. He looked like a killer. They would have might have been a different game if he doesn't get hurt. Moon, I just want to I just want to thank you for wearing clothes uh, underneath your Ric Flair ground because <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want anybody to get worried about that. You know, well, I, I if I would have known that's what you were wearing on the show tonight, I certainly would have been worried about that. <laughs> uh, you know, you know the other thing about why the Rams weren't uh, ready for that is you know they were already down uh, Higby, uh, you know. Yep. And, and, and so you just kept taking those weapons away. And I mean, they couldn't run the ball to save their life. I mean, yep. uh, it, it was down to the wire for sure. 
I, I couldn't believe that the Bengals had success running the ball and they just gave up at it. Like that was the only drive they looked good when, is when they ran the ball on you guys. Yeah, the like, hey, let's drop back and see if Aaron Donald can get drive. I, you know. it. Yeah, blew, blew my mind. Blew my mind. Well, you know, oh, that's because this is things that up. sting. That's right. Listen to this. This was this was Matthew Stafford in the fourth quarter, including the playoffs. Okay, seventy-one uh, percent completion rate, uh, one twenty-three as as the uh, QBR. quarterback rating. I mean, yeah. uh, he had it going, you know. And, and <laughs> Cooper Cup made him look really good. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Made him look really good. Can we you can we talk about why that was on there make him look good, that good? <laughs> Do you think it should have been a blowout one way or the other, Hunter? Yes. Yes. Why? Let's talk about why it wasn't a blowout, okay? Because I don't think Jalen Ramsey could have covered my three-year-old son on Super because Bowl. Because he had his he face bad. mask up too much. He was like, trying to be Spider-Man. He talked probably the second most <laughs> crap next to Eli Apple. And got torched almost as bad as Eli Apple. It, but 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 here's here's the one thing I picked up about Jalen Ramsey over the season. Okay, every time he gets burned, he pretends to fall down so he has an excuse when they score. Well, you you saw in the last play the picture is Aaron Donald's making the sack of Burrow. Jamar Chase is yeah. about five yards behind Jalen. Jalen Ramsey was Ramsey's laying birth. on the ground. Just like yeah. that guy grabbed his face mask and threw him down on a turf. No. And he was doing that all day too. <laughs> he was, was holding all day. <laughs> that was T. Higgins. All right, we got to get into some things that sting, and then I'll let you guys hash it out some more about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Moon Moon's allowed to grandstand all he wants. He's the fan rant champ. So, yeah. Uh, Real quick, Hunter did send me something while we were uh, before he got on. I'm assuming. I was hoping you checked your phone. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we start out the things that sting with a positive story before we get to the negative stories because it's just you know too much negativity. You don't want that all surrounding your life. So here's what we're gonna. I'm gonna throw this out there, and I can't see who the source is, Hunter, because uh, they're cut out of the screenshot you sent me. But it says. According to some internet investigating and putting two and two together, apparently Bill's wide receiver, Stefan Diggs, spent Valentine's Day with two different women at the same hotel in two different rooms at the same time, scoring on and off the field. Oh, Good for Stefan. No? There's going to be a... There's going to be a percentage of the audience that doesn't think that's good for Stefan. Yeah, I know it is. Like, it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know his situation to be sitting up here judging. You know, I don't. Well, whatever. Whatever makes him happy. Uh, maybe they knew about each other. Uh, maybe they did. I mean, how, how could they not? If if what's he like? Hey, I'll be right back in forty five <laughs> minutes, and then you got to take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not not in this room though, in a different one. Yeah, yeah. Too stinky. I can't. Well, in all honesty though, that's a that's like a solid uh, hotel arrangement move. Like if you can go somewhere else, you try not to go in the hotel room if you're sharing it with somebody. I think that's just like that's yeah. like a that's like hotel rule, isn't it? You're right. Like if you rent out a poop yeah. room, yeah. Well, yeah. You just yeah. don't want to yeah. smell. I mean, they're close quarters. They sometimes don't have fans. Like you don't want to. 
you don't want to do that to your whoever your counterpart is in the room with you, guy or girl. I mean, it's just polite to go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, he probably got like dinner from TGI Fridays downstairs for the one and ordered room service for the other one, just to, just to be suave. <laughs> Moon, you you have some experience in this field, is that what? Not you. I I would have picked someplace nicer because uh, I'm a champion, world champion. See, look at this ring. Look at this ring. <laughs> All right, first story on uh, things that sting. We have uh, Eric K. This was the old business. Oh, uh, knocked her down. There we go. So this is old business because uh, we talked about the charges he was getting um, or going through. He's, he's going to trial for, which is a federal crime. Uh, it is possession with intent to deliver, resulting in death. So the resulting in death is the part that's added on. Uh, PWID can be a state charge also. Uh so the with death, though, resulting in death is actually a 20 year minimum. So he is facing a minimum because he was found guilty today of possession with intent to deliver fentanyl, resulting in the death of Tyler Skaggs. Uh, the jury took less than three hours to reach their verdict, which is rather quick. Uh, so it's for the death of Tyler Skaggs, Angel's pick, uh, pitcher in 2019. Uh, Eric K was the communications director, so he is uh, sentenced, set to be sentenced on June twenty eighth. So that is when we will have the actual uh, amount of time he gets. But like I said, it is a minimum twenty years. So he's he's pretty fucked. Me, he's fu- he's fucked. Yeah. Uh, there is the end, literally. Uh, more than likely, yeah. He's gonna have to. Yeah, he's gonna gonna have to figure something out. I mean, it's. That's a long time. Uh, so that one uh, we'll revisit. Sounds like one more time unless he goes through any appeals or anything like that. Um, but the even the defense uh, who made a statement following the uh, conclusion of the trial uh, made, a, made a statement that basically said, like, yeah, it's just a shitty situation. And, you know, Tyler's gone and, and – uh, Eric K did what he did. I mean, they didn't really deny too much of it, but I think that, I, I mean, I didn't watch the trial. I don't, and it's federal, so I don't think you can anyway, but uh, I haven't read too deep into it other than the, uh, the verdict that was handed down today, but uh, it didn't sound like they were denying that he dealt drugs. They were just trying to push off that he didn't deal the specific dose that led to Tyler's death because in, in defense, that's essentially all you need to do in that, uh, in that scenario to, to get rid of the resulting in death portion of it. So yeah, we'll, uh, touch on that in season two when we get back around to, uh, in June, I guess, whenever he's uh, sentenced Adrian Peterson. So this one, uh, came up, what was that? Sunday, Monday, somewhere around there. Uh, he was arrested right by after, the. Yeah. What's that? It was right, right before the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, it was right before it was the Sunday Super Bowl. Before. So it was Sunday morning at eight thirty, uh, West Coast time. He was uh, police. Uh, the Los Angeles Airport police responded to a aircraft that was getting ready to de- to depart for Houston. 
uh, where they it was reported there was a verbal and physical altercation on the aircraft. It was between Adrian and Ashley Peterson. Uh, what it's come to now, uh, Adrian Peterson actually spoke with the media and gave a verbals. I mean, he, I think he's he's not co- not cooperating. He's he understands what's going on, but essentially. They were in a domestic dispute. He grabbed a hold of her hand and was trying to tug her ring off of her hand. And uh, in the meantime, it scratched her up. Physical, you know, recent sign of physical injury, and it's a domestic. In Pennsylvania, he would have been cited at least, well, in Pennsylvania, he would have been cited with harassment. I don't know what the hell they do in California, but I do know that the uh, L.A. County District Attorney will not charge. Uh, so it's being pushed off to the... Los Angeles city attorney, which I don't understand how any of that works either. Like that's nothing that, you know, uh, for us, it's the district attorney and that's it. So I don't know, you know, how California is. We've talked about it before. Yeah. They got a bunch of different phases yeah. apparently. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know what's going to end up happening with that. It doesn't sound like a, a whole lot. Um, this one, this the, isn't his first. Go ahead. Saying, that's not Peterson's first. It's not his first problem, right? Didn't he have the thing where he was like switching his kids back in the day? Yeah, and and he that one was obviously a lot more serious as far as injury and yeah, and, and he did I think probation and I don't know if he did any actual time in jail. I'd have to I don't remember because I know that was like Good four old or five Adrian beat your son four four or five years ago, right? Yeah, it was a while. It might even been longer than that. I don't see. Know. We if if Darren wasn't in here right now, we'd be sending them in the comments yeah. to go find some answers for us. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm on I'm on my phone, which is my only point of research right now. So <laughs> oh, you're, forg- man, you're forgiven this time. You, we won't fire you. Yeah. Well, once you give me a budget to to get something else, I'll do it. <laughs> Moon, did you hear that? We need a budget. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you last spilled all those drinks, Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money money wasted, Moon. Uh, all right, so last one we have for the things that sting. Justin Bannon, which I didn't even hear about this when it took place. This is from 2019. He's been sentenced to 16 years in state prison for uh, – he was found guilty of attempted murder. Uh, you may remember Justin Bannon, defensive lineman, Ravens, Broncos are the two that come to my head. Uh, he – so this is actually a really bizarre case. Uh, he was seeing uh, acupuncture. I can't say it. Acupuncturist. Acupuncturist. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. I struggled with that one when I was writing it. I said it out loud like ten times, and none of <laughs> they started sounding better towards the end. But I knew when I had one shot to do it, I was going to fuck it up for sure. Uh, so he's seeing an acupuncturist, and he enters the treatment room. While he's waiting in the treatment room, the acupuncturist named, I think it said Ashley Marie, I can't, can't quite recall. She opens the door to the treatment room and immediately he, he shoots her. So what was happening was uh, he felt that the Russian mafia was after him. So this is a CTE. Uh, some mental health stuff, some, like p- some potential stuff. potential drug and alcohol uh, issues were all going on at once. So because of that, this woman who was shot actually uh, made the call of minimum sentence, which was 16 years. 
he could have really? the, the initial was like high 30s so she said she believes in second chances and that he wasn't in the right frame of mind and she doesn't feel like she was like being targeted she was just in the wrong place at the wrong time you know doing her job uh so that uh that'll land justin bannon at 16 years in uh state penitentiary in colorado and that's all i got today for things this thing you guys have anything What's two years, two years probation, four thousand dollars in fines, and eighty hours of community service. That's all that, AP did. Adrian Peterson. Yep, he pled no contest to reduce charges of misdemeanor reckless assault. Brian Lastman says, "I heard AP and his old lady were arguing over the window seat." <laughs> it's possible. I mean, that's uh, that's. I lose that battle just about every time I fly. Well, with his knees, he doesn't want the drink cart running into it. I mean, <laughs> he's got a point. That's an excellent point, man. Excellent point. And I would say he was the breadwinner, but I'm not quite sure he was because he lost all his money during uh, during that whole deal with the kids stuff. I remember hearing that, yeah. that he was like broke, like broke, broke. So who the hell knows? I don't know. Uh, well, speaking of kids, yeah, uh, shout out to, to you know Heather and James. Yep, uh, Stevie Phillips and I were sitting at the Elks trying to talk California into maybe going with Odell, California instead of Cooper, California. <laughs> yeah. We just couldn't sell it, we couldn't sell, we couldn't get it faster. So, I, you I, know, I, this I, is, I think, this is an, this is a, an appropriate time to tell the James story. Uh, <laughs> Because this was almost something that could have literally been in the things that sting. He calls me Sunday morning, and I assumed it was like just nerve wracking Super Bowl Sunday phone call, like where he was, you know, he needed me to talk him off the the cliff. Like he did it to me for the Astros, you know, a handful of times. Not yet for the Bills, but I, actually that's not true because I get that way during even just regular playoff game, not let alone the Super Bowl if I ever get to witness one. Um, but he calls me, he's all, you know, I could just tell in his voice, like, he's distraught. He goes, it's happening. Nice. what's happening? <laughs> Heather's going into labor. We're heading to the hospital. I'm like, oh, shit. So he's like, I don't know if I'm going to miss the game. Like, I- I'm having, you know, I can't be, he can't be mad about it, obviously. I mean, deep down he can, but he has to be there. There's no way out of that. Uh, but he's just all been out of shape because he's like, this is going to take all day and I'm not going to be able to watch the game. Well, he was fortunate and Cooper James, California was born. Uh, I don't know the exact time, but I know he got a hold back a hold of me about one or two o'clock. So it didn't take a whole hell of a lot of time. Uh, seemed pretty quick, but it was hilarious that day. Cause I, I, I mean, I felt bad. Like I'm like, dude, this is, I don't know what, there's nothing I can say to you right now that's going to make this situation better. <laughs> Except for, like, can you watch it on your phone? <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe maybe they'll lose. <laughs> like, you didn't have to watch it. He, even Van Jefferson stayed and celebrated with team for a little bit yeah. before he went to the hospital. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Yeah, actually. Yeah, uh, I did see that. But I, there was also, like, a photo of the moment when he was being told that his wife was in labor, which was pretty cool. I don't know if you guys saw yeah. that. So, yeah, no, that, that was cool. But, yeah, shout out, James uh, and Heather. 
pretty awesome. He's happy he had a boy. Now he's got a boy and a girl. I'd be heading to the dick doctor if I was him. Hey. And that when you call it a, a day? Yeah. <laughs> After you get one of each, then you, yep. you yeah. All right. Uh, we'll close this out and then we'll head into my hive and uh, go from there. We're cruising on through the season finale. This edition of the Things That Sting, powered by Jones Pest Control, ants, spiders, bees, or mice. Don't think twice. Call Jones Pest Control at 814-230-9548. Thank you again, Sean, for uh, you know being a part of this. And, and our first person who ever approached me and said, like, hey, I want to... I want to do something like I think those were his words, because even then I was like, I don't I don't know what to do. I'm I'm literally on a cheap mic standing up in my basement doing a show. We'll talk about that in the next segment, though. The progression. It's been fun. All right. Take a quick break. Be right back. Minute and a half. Blue Line Auto, located at 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, East in Warren, is locally owned and operated and is a family-run business specializing in vehicle sales and service. They offer state and safety inspections and general car repairs, including but not limited to brakes and rotors, tires, oil changes, batteries, starters, and alternators. They also offer vehicle undercoating prior to winter to help keep your vehicle protected. Currently, their hours are Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and Thursday and Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Call them today to schedule your next appointment at 814-230-9061. Your safety is their goal. Hi, this is Ryan Klein, the host of the new pop culture podcast, Me, Myself, and Rye. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and several other platforms. Special guests, breakaway shows, bonus episodes, cold beers, and a whole lot more. So what are you guys and gals waiting for? Subscribe now to the Me, Myself, and Rye podcast on Spotify or wherever it is that you get your shows and start listening today. My Hot, Joe's very own world of sports. My Hive is presented by Blue Line Auto. For all your automotive needs, call Blue Line Auto, 814-230-9061, or stop in 1606 Pennsylvania Avenue, East in Warren. Uh, so this is the constructive criticism uh, segment, right? Is that what we decided it's going to be? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Darren, because Moon took a timeout. I don't know where he's at. I'll add him back yeah. when he's back in his camera. But uh, tell us your thoughts. From I mean, you've kind of been around since the beginning, haven't you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been around since you, you started the podcast, but I haven't really regularly been watching since about the last two, three months or so. Okay, so when we went to video – Probably mostly, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I mean, I used to listen on Spotify when I could, but yeah, I I regularly try to be here every Thursday now. We like that. You've helped us out a lot, so we yep. actually appreciate you because uh, yep. you've given us a lot of uh, statistical information that we were missing out on. That uh, you know, 
We don't know everything. We don't know a lot. No, no we, don't, we don't know most things. We don't know I don't most know why things. Contributing, yeah. And it's, and it's funny too, because like now I do feel like sometimes when I like see people, they'll be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And they'll throw a sports topic to me, and uh, I'm like, "I don't have all the answers." Like I just have my opinions, and and sometimes if I don't know a lot about it, I really don't have an. Let opinion. me check my notes. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't carry a notebook with me. In fact, most of the time I'm scrambling like the few hours before the show to get everything I need to write down. Yeah. Because I just you know it's just time. That's the way time goes. Hunter's back. That's one of our next season deals. A little more organization. Being more prepared. Yeah. I'm gonna write down some goals. Okay. I got a notebook here. Be, be prepared. One, be prepared. Okay, Darren, continue on. More thoughts. What do you think? Uh, what can well, what can we do better? What can you do better? Well, I said it in your comment section. Double luge. We need to get some more conversation going on about that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, the, the hard note, that you Darren. shared. The photo that you shared clearly showed Pyongyang on their chests. So. That's the only information I went off of when I made the comment. What did it say? It, it, it said Pyongyang, where the 2018 Winter Olympics were. Oh, I don't know why. I don't. I didn't watch it then. I didn't watch it this year. Is it still going on? Uh, sure. All I know is I, I read one article about double luge that was uh, two guys from Germany, both named Tobias, one gold, and they barely beat out two other guys from Germany. They're, so were they both named the same know. thing too? Uh, I don't think so. I don't no. know if that's a rule for them or what. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, but so besides double luge, though, what else? Like, what do you, what's your favorite segment? Just do you have one? Uh, yeah, I like the opening because I mean, you you guys just kind of spitball what you got on your heads, and and it's just a lot of free thinking. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. Uh, yeah. Opening is always kind of our biggest. Uh, that and this this segment, honestly, the two at the front end and the back end are kind of the most, uh, like, we just kind of wing it. And sometimes we get, like, a good topic to discuss in my hive, so it's based around one thing. And then uh, openings always just, yeah, like, current events and kind of and, – and uh, that was something, too, that we, like, me and Sketty had discussed recently is just talking more freely rather than, like, everything being topic-based. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get this I, comment up I, here. I was laughing. <laughs> Andy's, Andy's still scared to come actually talk to me. He can't, he can't handle the shit talk. Dealing I with a sick kid, so can't join, but fuck Sketty. Niners suck. Go Giants. <laughs> I think I think Andy is my number one fan. He he literally tunes in to listen to me. That's, well, see, that's the that, only thing I can come up with. And that's what like I like that it's not safe. Like the takes can't be safe. If everything's safe, then you, you got to have people who disagree with you and want to discuss. That's the point of talking sports, right? Like I'm not saying, you know, we rarely like, we're not like Skip and Shannon who just like, yeah. I think in real life want to kill each other. Uh, but like, yeah, I just don't, you, you got to make some broad uh predictions and bold prediction that kind of like you got to do that kind of stuff to keep it interesting or else what what's the point i don't want to be just sitting here reporting we're not just reporting news i'm not tom brokaw 
I like, you know, I want to discuss and give opinion. Yeah. I wrote Moon. That on my page. I wrote that yeah. on my page review. It was, uh, it was, uh, it was every place for us to all make bad takes and lose money betting together. <laughs> That's you wrote that down. Yeah. It, it, it was in my review for the page. On <laughs> I like that. I do too. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good stuff. So, Moon, uh, your thoughts? I know we're gonna you're gonna be part of our team meeting because uh, we're gonna talk about getting S- some. Skeddy, I'll be the official beverage sponsor. How do you like that one, huh? Hey, hey, hey. my kind of guy, Moon. So, so I that's the jersey for that. You still gotta get that jersey. Yeah, I, I might order it myself. He's buying beers. So that is something that's going to be in the team meeting, though, is uh, Paul wants to do some stuff with beverages, which uh, we like beverages. So I have no problem with that. I know that yep. we discussed uh, the John Deere can that's coming out, the Bushlight John Deere can and some other stuff. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to get into. And if we get more Bushlight incorporated in this show, then I'm going to be a happier host. Hey, I, absolutely. Yeah, I got that sign machine. It makes nice banners. It could be nice <laughs> backdrops for everybody. You know, uh, it it uh, it doesn't print 49er logos. I don't have access to the NFL <laughs> stuff. So, uh, but don't uh, worry, I got plenty of those myself, Moon. You don't like my? Uh, this doesn't bring back some memories for you. Oh, here, Moon? I, I, my dad would cook steaks there when Frank was getting old and couldn't see. My dad would just come in. And, you mind if we eat? Oh yeah, I knew where everything was at. You know, it was a good time. This was a good find, and actually, uh, Doherty, Jeff Doherty's the one who uh, we were working one day, and we were up on the parking garage. And yeah. if you're if you're up on the parking garage and you look at the back of Busy Bee, there's like some welded on letters that say Busy Bee yeah, on yeah. the railing. And I was like, dude, that'd be cool if I could have those somehow. So JD knows all those guys, uh, Christie's, who is you know the owners now, and uh, he found out where these signs were because there's obviously two of them because it was the fluorescent big yep. sign out front. Uh, and one day I came home and they were in my garage. He, I didn't even know he was doing it. He went and found them, pulled them out. They gave them to him. He brought them, and uh, I had to flatten them. I had to cut the sides down and everything, but I have one, and I gave my dad the other one, which you used to be able to see from your back porch there, man. Right, exactly. And yeah. my brother got the big mirror, the the, the busy bee with the, it, you know, the the bee and the martini glass. I don't, I don't think I ever went in there when it was busy bee because I don't think I was old enough. <laughs> yeah. When did they like, – I don't – Remember when like they became Christmas in there, you know, <laughs> I heard it was kind of like that though. So, uh, Hunter, you, well, you're muted. There you go. What, uh, what, what are your thoughts? Pros and cons of the show? What can we add, do less of, do more of? I think that it needs to be an hour. And we're, and, and we're already aware, uh, that people are sick of dealing with Skeddy, so you don't have to say that. No. No, 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 no. I want an hour of this Getty's talking shit. <laughs> That's all I want to bless my night with every Thursday. It's just listening to this Getty talk shit. He could be drunk or sober, preferably drunk. But that's all I want. I just want an hour of just Getty shit talk. That's it. It, it could be Skeddy's face on a shit meatball on a plate of Skeddy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I if we could do graphic. that. <laughs> I love the graphic. And that we guy need- is into the name. Skeddy on sports. 
we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we have, have a stat things. department. We're gonna have a graphics department. It's gonna be great. I can't wait for this. I love season. it. <laughs> I love it. No, we actually had like Joe Pellegrino and Craig Bennett when they used to come over here, and we'd be getting drunk watching sports. Like I would just be spouting nonsense about why Tom Brady's not the goat or something stupid like that, and they would just get so pissed. Like, you know, what the fuck? It's about why Tom Brady is. Yeah, well, they just love it. They'd be like, what the fuck? You need a podcast. People would listen to you just be an idiot for an hour. So I don't need an hour. I got five minutes. I'm good. I can do a Sketty on sports, be an idiot for five minutes. Hot take of the week. <laughs> Maybe we will do something. We do need to do something like that. I like that Meatball on a plate of Sketty. I like that. Two. I like Sketty on sports. <laughs> I like I like that you guys incorporate you know the viewers and and you you put the comments up. I think you guys do a good job. I mean, the only thing I would change is you being a fucking Bills fan. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could possibly change about the show that would make it any better. If, no fucking Bills shit ever again. That'd be great. You know, now that you say that, I think I'll put more Bills stuff up. Like I get rid of I and, get rid of this, and and I can add something different. My Bill jersey is officially in the mail. I just sucked it up and bought my own so I can honor our bet because I literally couldn't find a single friend to give me a Bill jersey. So I bought. Did you at least get a Chinese one? Yes, that's going to be all Chinese. <laughs> uh, Terry asked, are we going to do any college football? We we did do college football throughout the year, Terry. I think you kind of uh, came on late as far as watching went because you found out when uh, Terry, I play Call of Duty with, which is it's a lot of fun. But. Uh, he, you know, so I told him about it on there. So I think you kind of came on late because we did do a lot of college football talk uh, in the opening segments throughout the season. We did the, I think we went over the top 10 each week, didn't we? Uh, just about. And then about we did, every week. talked about some of the bowl games that were, you know, the bigger bowl games and uh, yep. all that stuff. So we do, we do go over that. I know you're a, a Sooners fan, so. Yeah, we'll get some. We'll get some uh, college football. We'll be back around in in August, and we'll uh, we'll be getting back on track with that. But uh, it's going to be uh, kind of wide open when uh, we kick the show back off because nobody knows what the fuck's going on with baseball. We do have the USFL yep. though. Yep. Which everybody's got to pick a team. We got to put a post up, uh, and everybody's got to pick. You have to do it before the season starts. There's no no waiting till you get a 20 year franchise quarterback to pick your favorite football team. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell if you were talking to Moon or if you were talking to Hunter on that one. <laughs> Moon, I can say, has been a he he's been a Rams guy his whole I, as long I as I've known him. I know him. he has. I know he has. And I know Hunter has been a Patriots fan for as long as I've known him too. But yep. I didn't know Hunter pre Tom Brady. I can say that. Well, I mean, Christ, a dude's been in the league as fucking long as I've been on this earth, so I don't have much of a choice. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I was going say, Darren's probably flying under the radar here. He probably got on the Peyton Manning bandwagon. Yeah, that, that <laughs> was, that was, yeah, that was the thing. I grew up very spoiled with Peyton Manning, and now I'm not so spoiled anymore. Yeah, but you're sticking, you're sticking with it. Sorry, it was either Tom yeah. or Peyton Manning pick one. There you go. Yep. There you go. I'll be rooting for my buddy Jeff Fisher. <laughs> hey. 
clean shaven moon in that photo too. Oh, yeah, well, know. you know, that, that was a lifetime ago, you know. When, when he was relevant. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, was uh, that two Super Bowl wins ago for you? Right, yeah. <laughs> he Jeff is Jeff Fisher coaching in the USFL? I believe yeah. so. I think he is. Michigan team or Yeah, yeah. That I found it right. Yeah, so we got it. We we definitely need to do something so everybody can declare their uh, their squad and um, probably do fan Michigan, rants for that. Jeff Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me pull up real quick uh, some of the comments because we did put a post up about this. So I do want to put that out there for other thoughts people had. If it'll load, where's that? out there oh there we go so hunter uh did go on about the sketty thing kimmy kimmy burkholder love the things that sting segment pretty excited that you now have a soundboard uh so funny story about the soundboard i had to get a new one today because that one that i had is like now they want to charge me like $30 a month for it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'll, I'll like, we'll hire another guy and he'll just be the sound effects guy. And he can just sit, sit in the corner with a mic and I'll like give him a sign and 30 bucks a month. You shitting me? You're trying to run your podcast on free trials here, man. <laughs> exactly. We pay for StreamYard. StreamYard we do pay for because there's a, uh, Different packages. You, you there is a free version of this that we're on right now, but um, like the twenty, it's twenty five a month, and that's uh, you know, gives you a better package, more storage, and and that kind of thing. So I think it's worth it. Uh, and this was all stuff that Matt Ramage taught me, who was on earlier. You know, he he's helped out a ton uh, with some of this stuff because, like I said, we went from I had a little tripod microphone. And I set it right here on this red counter and my laptop next to it. And I, the first however many episodes were done that way. And I would be like 10 minutes into a segment and I would screw something up. I'd say something wrong. And instead of correcting myself, I'd hit stop, delete, and I would start over. It was the most miserable learning experience of my life, I think. Because it was, I mean, and if those episodes, Back the good are, old days, yeah, and it's just funny how it's grown uh, to me, like how it's progressed. I really had no, and I think I even said that in the first episode. Like, I have no real goal or end game here, and uh, it was just kind of. I just always wanted my own sports show. I didn't, I didn't know if people would listen to it or what, and you know, now uh, our videos are getting two hundred and fifty, three hundred views. Uh, the uh, downloads from the audio that some people prefer just to listen to the audio. I know a lot of, a lot of guys who do that and we're getting another, you know, 50 to 75 of those. So that's a lot more people than I had initially imagined. And uh, hopefully we can continue to grow and, you know, get more people to, to listen to us and join in. I, I like Hunter said, I love when the comments are like piling up. I love that. That's, that makes it a lot more fun for us. Yeah, being the being interaction is huge. Don't forget about us. What's that, Hunter? I said when you're on Sports Center every morning at seven a.m. Don't forget about us. I'll never work. I'll turn. <laughs> ES, I will never work for ESPN. You don't want to work for Disney. 
Do you think ESPN would want a police officer working for him? Yeah. Your co-host would be Colin Kaepernick, though, so I don't know if you could get along. They're, they're <laughs> That's the new Skip and Shannon. <laughs> I, I have versus... to go work for Fox Sports with Skip. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't foresee uh, well a any of that happening, but b like it's just never going to. Uh, yeah, I would never work for ESPN. I can't stand that. If it wasn't for live sports being broadcasted on their channels, I would never watch ESPN. I love Good Morning Football. That's one of my favorite shows. If people were wondering, uh, they got a good good crew, and I think they the way they mix it up and do their segments, I think it's a pretty good show. But and NFL is like one of my favorites, obviously. Like I don't watch NHL. Uh, we do need a hockey guy or hey, girl. We do. I've got hockey jerseys. <laughs> that, that was oh, something. You, you, guys, know, you guys never talk about hockey. Yeah, but you can't. You can't do that. You're a Caps fan. It's terrible. Hey, look for me. I'm gonna be <laughs> on the glass for uh, the Avalanche and Sabers this weekend. Do they? Do the Sabers oh, still get boy. televised? Yeah. I'm going to be surrounded by Ash. <laughs> so funny. I, I, I know, I've told this story before on here. I know I have, but I used to be a, a Colorado Avalanche fan when I was younger. I really liked Joe Sackick was my favorite yeah. player. I had their home and away sweater. Like I was, I was a fan and then I kind of quit on them. Well, I did. I didn't kind of, I did quit on them. Uh, and once I quit on them, Years later, they got good again, and I just felt, like, wrong going back. You can't go back, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. So I just have to, like, I'll, I'll, I'll cheer for them silently, but I cannot call myself a fan because I quit on them. And if I didn't quit on the Bills, you know, it's amazing that I quit on them because the Avalanche were actually good. I watched them win, you know, two or three Stanley Cups. Uh, you know, Pierre, we may or may not be – Painting our chests. <laughs> oh, geez. Now better, I'm going to tune in. You better lay it on thick if it's going to get through that sweater you have on when you take oh, your yeah, shirt it's off. Be spray paint. They're going to have to spray paint it. <laughs> you might you get you some hedge clippers and then it'll stick better. <laughs> well, the the winter coat's going to be falling off here shortly. And I'll start <laughs> is, that how, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, it comes in fluffier. <laughs> Uh, so more on Kimmy's comment. Kimmy said, uh, that she agrees with my, my mom loves the sports history segment. So I don't think I can ever do away with that. Cause, uh, I don't want to piss off mom. Right. Good nobody, time. nobody faulting me here for that. You met my mom. Nope. I don't fault you. Hunter. I definitely, <laughs> Hunter. I definitely don't blame you. <laughs> uh, and the last comment, Jan Garrett uh, said, move on to college basketball and then baseball. That's the natural progression of the show. Uh, and actually, I got really into the tournament last year, and I've been watching quite a bit of college basketball this season. We just haven't talked about it yet because NFL. But um, So I'm, I, I will be ready to talk some college hoops once we return from our month off. But, uh, yeah, any other thoughts? Anything? Yeah, I'll be your college football guy. We could we could use that. Uh, so we have a hockey guy, we have a college football guy, we have a beer guy. Sometimes listening to you try to talk college football is a struggle for me. I don't have a favorite team. That's why I have no allegiance, and it bothers you. Or that's why I don't dig in your ass, you know, outside the show. But 
I, I didn't understand what you – what did you say? I'm saying I know you don't follow it like super hardcore. That's why I don't dig in your ass about well, it. Well, no, I, fo- I do follow it. I mean, I pay pretty close attention to college football. I just don't have a favorite team. Pick one. SMU. There you go. <laughs> I can't cheer for a team that got the death penalty. <laughs> go against my, you know, and my other job would start looking at me, wondering why I'm. Uh, no, I, just, I, I mean, if I had to, like, gun to my head, I would pick Penn State. Respectable. But I just, that's just because the area, I watch a lot of their games, but I don't know. I watch a lot of SEC. I really like the SEC. I think. You know, I just like watching players who I know are going to be coming up into the NFL. That's more, you know, betting and the draft are the two reasons I pay attention to college football. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to head out. Darren, thanks for joining. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah thanks for having me on, guys. See you, man. Enjoy your break. See ya. We had a comment to throw up here. You could have more with less 49ers talk. I'm. I'm sorry, Terry, that we have to talk about the relevant teams in the league. Steelers don't make the cut, bud. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything else anybody wants to share before we close this down? Did we bring up? Did you bring up local sports? Because I think I've heard comments people like when we do the local stuff a little bit more. Yeah, I think that that's something that we're going to definitely address moving into. Uh, you know, because we did have like Mo on. Uh, talking about his new gig as the baseball coach. And, and yeah, I would like to, to get into, you know, get some of the high school stuff going. And, and, uh, I like the seasons. What's that? It would be cool to follow like most seasons now that he's been on the show. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always try, like, I, I only, I haven't been to a game in a couple of years, but I always look to see how the local teams are doing. Like, I try to keep up with the, the scores and, you know, uh, specifically baseball, because I've known so many people who have been involved in that program, you know, recently, especially, but um, yeah, I would like to do more with that. Some of the football coaches in the fall, get them on to talk about, you know, random stuff. And so I think that that's a good idea, Sketty, that we do approach it that way and get, uh, get a bigger fan base here. And then when we're turning down contracts from ESPN, uh, you know, <laughs> we can truly say we aren't sellouts. <laughs> I like it. Moon, any closing thoughts? You look like you're just dying to say something. No, just uh, I like the local thing because the, the other thing is when there's no sports going on, there, there's lots of great worn sports stories like, somebody that was good back in the day or just the rich history that Warren has with sports, like with the red jackets and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, uh, it's some really cool things that, that, that you wouldn't really think that a small community like, like Warren would have, but uh, uh, I'd I'd like to see some of those stories too. And, 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 uh, I think the local thing is going to be big and, 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 you know, that's where bringing in like Hagberg and stuff like that. I, I think you got guys could mutually benefit off of each other too. And especially, you know, building up that, that, that local fan base and then, uh, you know, growing kind of regionally and, and maybe some stuff with the D nine and the D 10 
and then you know uh, sky's the limit really yeah that's I think that one of the things that I didn't probably approach correctly in season one like if I could go backwards and one like one thing I could do different it would be target audience uh, and making that target audience here first and then you know because uh, I I gave uh, when I you remember when I had the koozies made up, which was mm-hmm. God, I don't know how long ago that was now. Uh, but when I got the koozies made up, uh, I sent a bunch up to the Mazakos, Mark and Mike yeah. and Erie to to set on their bar and let people have them. And and I don't know if that ever got us a listener or a follower or anything, you know. And and why would they? Why would you know Erie people who have never heard of us? Why would they care to listen to us necessarily? Right. You know, uh, I do have some obviously some friends who or an Erie that listen, Lass, Andy, uh, Cowboy, all those guys, you know, who I know and love sports, they're interested. They listen. Uh, I talk with them a lot, but yeah, to just go out and try and make somebody who doesn't know us pay attention would be difficult. And I didn't really look at that perspective of it from the get go. Well, and I don't know how technical it is for the equipment, and things like that. But, but even following that local theme, like, you know, a couple of times a year, quarterly, you know, like go into the draft house or go into Snuffy's and, and, you know, do, do it like a live broadcast, if you will, uh, and have people coming and going. Uh, I think that would be something pretty cool too. Yeah, I think some I mean, uh, satellite broadcasts would be really cool. Yeah, we'd already kind of discussed doing something like that at the country club this summer. But yeah, so thing, but I, I like yeah. I like that idea. As long as you have Wi-Fi, we can do the podcast. Right, from, right. So from anywhere, we have a plan, Moon, for uh, this summer, and it's going to take a little, like, quite a bit of preparation, figuring it all out, making sure it can happen. But I got uh, Pooh Bear, David Rounds. He he was he's gonna be like the announcer essentially, and we're gonna do uh, like Capital One the match. But it's gonna be Beehive Sports Podcast the match, and it's gonna be me versus Sketty, handicapped obviously, and uh, and we're gonna do the Donald Ross nine at Conowongo and have it live broadcasted. I think we can get the camera set up uh we can take breaks while we're traveling to each tee box to each shot you know and uh Pooh would be able to do the announcing we can put scores up with the banners and, he reminds uh, me of a young roger maltby <laughs> Pooh does yeah yeah well a lot of people don't know it but uh Pooh is like the voice guy like oh, if yeah. you, the yeah. intro to the segments a lot of people don't know that but that's who that is he he was so happy to do it and I'm thankful for him for, he helped out a lot. Uh, another quick shout out, Dom Schwanke, the original beehive profile picture, me with the bees all over my face. That was Dom. Like Dom helped me out with that. So there's been a lot of people along the way who have like contributed, uh, whether it be big or small, uh, to just get it going. So like, there's, you know, it's been pretty awesome, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've enjoyed it. But anyways, back to the match. I think this is a really good idea. And if we can make this, like, if we can pull this off, it'd just be really cool to do. Like, a live broadcasted nine-hole golf match between me and Sketty. Uh, how many strokes do I get? What's your handicap? Two? Well, I, I, it's like, yeah, two at the club. 
right now. But well, we'll, we'll right. figure something out. So I get a, a stroke a hole? No, nah, that's not going to work. We're going to have to figure something out. We got to figure something. I think we got to we got to throw a little bit of charity in there somehow. We got to we got to. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, We're it's gonna, gonna be this. it's gonna be for something. We got to find our cause. And Maddie, actually, Maddie Garrett too texts me and goes, "When's the Beehive open?" And I was like, "Holy shit!" That like now, that would be cool to do something uh, like a golf tournament of some kind. But scrambles are being so saturated now, uh, so it's kind of well, like we. I feel like we would need to do something different. Here's a question I have though. If we do so, like if we do something like that, and you know, Hunter and Moon, feel free to throw in. Like I feel like we, if we do it, we almost shouldn't play in it. Like we should be at a booth someplace or driving around whatever course, interviewing the teams rather than out there playing. For like if we, we did, if we did a Beehive Open, yeah. Oh, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, we can, like, yeah. Out there and, yeah, we can't play in it. Well, you no, what you do is is you both set. Go ahead, Hunter. So I said, you guys can do a live broadcast of trying to find the ball. I shanked 300 yards into the woods. <laughs> 300 yards? And that slice is brutal. <laughs> if, you, if you could slice the ball 300 yards, you should just face to the left and let her rip. Then I hit because <laughs> I'm trouble. Keep your head down. Watch the ball. Yeah. Damn <laughs> football swing, I tell you. Moon, what were you going to say? Uh, I've been to like some, uh, charity tournaments and stuff like that, where they'll like, just pick a hole and like you guys would play on that hole with every foursome that comes oh, okay. through. And, you know, uh, at some point you might actually even get good on that hole because you're going to be there all day. You know? <laughs> well, if that's the case, we're playing number eight at the club. <laughs> all right. Cause it's it's been three years and I still fuck that hole up every time. I I can't figure it out. Yeah, well, even when I have a good I one off the tee box, the next one goes left or goes right. So I can't afford to play number eight that many times in a day. That's a good Balls point. Too expensive, man. We'd have to go get a bucket of those shitty refurbished ones from Dunham's. <laughs> yep. Oh, John Shimani yeah. set you up with some. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, I think that's I think that's good. I, I kind of like what Moon said too about like getting people from Warren, not necessarily stories just now from Warren, but like I'm thinking of what was the the current that was good at at uh, Barron. So uh, James, like, yeah, James, James, yeah. So like maybe reach out to him or a Bowen or you know people like that. Something that uh, that's come from Warren. Who was the old football player who was real good? O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met him at the uh, Cancer Society tournament at the club two years ago. He, he, his story's insane. Uh, he'd be a good one to have on. Uh, who was the other one that I had just in the tip of my tongue just now that I was like, oh, they'd be a good story. To call Hank Morrison. Hank, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and another one we'll get Kyle uh, Connor Gray. Well, Connor's from Frewsburg. Uh, he's pitching in the Mets farm system right now. It's my coworker's younger brother. Uh, he's, I know he's already willing to uh, come on. We just have to kind of pick a time and let that transpire. So that'd be cool. Uh, he's going to be, it sounds like opening at AAA this year. Uh, so 
that's kind of a big deal for, I mean, I know it's New York, Frewsburg right across the border. So he's, he's not far from here. Plus kind of home to me because he's Kyle's brother. So uh, he's another one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, locally. Oh, George Elijah. Oh, yeah. George would, and my aunt works with him and she told me already that he'd be more than happy to come on and, and tell his story about playing and uh, for the Browns. Um, so and the Rams, he was a Ram. Yeah, he's a Ram. Yep. The Rams. What? Which yeah. city were they playing in at that time? Moon. L- L.A. <laughs> Just my. They're the Super Bowl champs, but I got to take my digs when I can, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I still like to get. Uh, I told you, Joe Nelson. This is like quiet. I. I don't even know the story, but like Joe Nelson just got inducted to the Penn State Baron Hall of Fame for golf. Really? And like, yeah, and like he's a, he, Joe's a humble kid, so he might not want to come on and talk about it. But like, he was telling me they cleaned up their basement, and he's like, "Yeah, I had to throw all these golf trophies away. I only kept like these ten or whatever, but the, these other ones were just cluttering stuff up." And I'm like, "What do you mean you had to throw away? Like, how many golf trophies? I don't know, thirty, forty trophies you got to throw away." Like from what show? Like, apparently he won a bunch of stuff. No idea. Uh, Jason, too. My cousin Jason played D one yep. basketball, so he'd be a good yep. one to have on. He played at Rutgers and Radford. Um, yep. Yeah. So yeah, it's just all stuff we're going to toss around at the staff meeting that we're going to have, which is going to be an all day event. We just haven't picked the date yet. It's going to be before March seventeenth. I know that. Uh, yep. And yeah, we're just going to get try and get everything. Uh, in order for season two, so I have a special request for one special guest. What's that? I want to see Mo on the show. Mo Preston? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he'd do it. He, uh, they are playing the Fourth of July uh, celebration at Betts Park this year. Small Town Revolution's playing at that. Solid. He already he texted me and told me that already because he's going to wear a Beehive Sports Podcast shirt on stage while they're playing. Solid. Yeah, so I, I'm sure we can get him on prior to the fourth, so he can uh, kind of advertise his band. That's going to because they're good. They are really good. I don't know if you've ever seen them before, but I've seen them. I don't even know how. I sang with them once. Yeah, I've seen them up, up at, when I went out to make Make a Wish and stuff. I sang with them at Doc Holiday's "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy" because me and Mo used to karaoke that song all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was fun, uh, from what I recall. <laughs> Isn't a whole lot. There's video evidence somewhere. Oh, I gotta find that. You, Mo probably has it. I'm sure he can guide you in the right direction. I'm asking. So, uh, I got some breaking news here for Moon. Hmm. Aaron Donald says, "Sign OBJ, Vaughn, and I'm back." So if they bring everyone back, he won't retire. <laughs> I'm that's, so that's he's, say, he's saying he, right he's now. saying I'm not going to take less money. To help sign yep. those guys, right. but you yeah. figure out a way yeah. to do yeah. it, right. and I'll be back. That's a tough deal. He'll be ready to return if we bring everybody back. That's a tough deal. You That's think. what I heard. I heard. Do you risk that? What do you? What do you? I, do you, I don't you know. That? OBJ is OBJ's got a torn whatever it was ACL MCL. Yeah. What, what do you do, man? A non. Yeah, I mean, he. I don't even think he's going to see the field again. I mean, he's going to be out till at least middle of the season, you would think. So maybe they can get him for for a cheap one year deal. 
like a veteran's minimum. Helps you out there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they pretty much need Whitworth to to retire. I mean, there's like 17 million there. And he he did say that that's going to happen. It sounded like. Yeah. So why why resign those guys when you could just replace them with your two fifth round picks? Is my question. I don't understand why. <laughs> you know, you could use. Is it worth signing OBJ and Von Miller to keep AD? I I would say so. AD's yeah, he's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Well, o- I mean, OB- OBJ found a home there too. I mean, he was definitely looking back in old form yeah. and and uh in the later end games of the season. But, uh, yeah, he's not going to be ready to go week one, though. So what what kind of contract do you give him or promise him later? I mean, I don't well, – I just don't – He said, I'll take a discount to stay in L.A. And I'm like, dude, you're broke. Like, you're taking a discount anyway. He's going to have to yeah. take a discount because he's not going to be playing <laughs> well, a full season. You're going to play, what, six games maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. – uh, we got incoming Browns fan comments. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, did you see like the memes about Baker Mayfield watching uh, OBJ in the Super Bowl? It was just classic. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that uh, we got some Browns fans sharing their. Th- see, this is like, this is where you can do that. You come here to unleash. And you can use whatever colorful language you want. Like nobody cares. Uh, which, which Moon? What do you think about this? Do you think because we don't censor ourselves that maybe the like high school sports will want to be distanced from us a little bit? Uh, we can clean it up for that segment. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would say, I would say definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, I had shit. I had a. Charlie Anderson and uh, Ryan Wellner's kids on when they won the Super Bowl for the NFL Play 60 League. Like, I wasn't, like, you know, using my normal speech then. Like, I get that, but do you think overall in general people would think, like, that there might be an issue there? Because I have no no plan on, like, we're not – I can't in good faith not be myself on the show. And myself is I swear a lot, and it's, it's just how I talk. It's not meant to offend anybody or, you know, make me like, I don't. My favorite adjective when I'm talking about the 49ers. Right. Yeah. So I I just like. Mine too, Moon. So I'm just wondering like if that's ever, like I have pondered if that, if we're ever going to run into that as like a problem where somebody's going to be like, yeah, we wanted to sponsor you, but it's just, there's just too, it's too vulgar. Go, go sit in the very top bleacher at War Memorial Field. And listen to the guys on the headset. You tell me if you think that you're colorful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's that's a little different, though, because there's nobody paying them, uh, you know, spot, putting their brand on them to promote. Uh, so that's kind of like where I'm at with that. I'm not saying that I'm the only person in the world that swears. I know that. But uh, I just it's just something I've thought about. I wonder if that's ever going to be an issue for us because I would – you know, respectfully have to tell that person that's eh, not going to change. It's just. I thought you respectfully tell them to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this isn't fucking ESPN. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, oh. it, it probably would. It would be a respectfully fuck off. 
but I wouldn't try to say that to them. I don't want to insult anybody, but I'm just not going to, I'm not going to change the way you and I operate or tell you like, Hey man, like cool it down. Like we know when we have to turn it off. Like if we have the 60 kids again, uh, if we get Nate the great on next, uh, in season two, which I'm hoping to do, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, we know when to turn it off, but at the same time, some people might look at the total, the bigger, you know, the whole show, not just that segment that they're featured on or something. You're just giving the Ricky yep. Bobby with all due respect. Right. And then you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite line in that whole movie. I'm pretty sure. With all due respect, <laughs> just because you said with all due respect doesn't mean you can insult me afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, so to steal from another movie, you could just say earmuffs. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> tell people earmuffs. Well, I know like when Brian Hagberg, like when he, because they promote, which we're going to redo that. Three, writing that down. Three, new commercial. Because Sketty didn't even know we had a commercial, which. I was unaware. Yeah, so we have a commercial. I have two of them, actually, because I made one. <laughs> okay, so this is actually a good story. I sent it to Brian Hagberg. First, because he was like, yeah, uh, as close to 30 seconds as possible, you know, put the and he kind of guided me like this is the stuff you want to put. I've never recorded a commercial before. So, excuse me, he gave, uh, you know, the nuts and bolts of what I should put in it. So I did it. And I said, like, the the intro to the commercial goes, hi, this is Joe Bees, the host of the Beehive Sports Podcast. Do you love uncensored looks into all things sports? If you said fuck yeah, then this is the place for you. But I but I, but I took the soundboard and put the beep over when I said fuck. So you couldn't hear it. And I sent I sent that to him first. And he was like, dude, I'm I'm playing this at like commercial breaks for little league games. <laughs> <laughs> So, so then I like I had the other one done too, like the clean normal one, and I sent that to him immediately. I was like, dude, I was just, it, was, it was a joke. Like, but uh, so we do have a commercial. But when Brian promotes our commercial, like he always says, because he comes back to the live broadcast when they're doing games, and he uh, shouts out each sponsor that they just played a commercial for, and he always says. Uh, it is uncensored. If you're listening to it at work, you might want to put some headphones on. Like he says stuff like that. But Brian also has never been like, maybe you should tone down the swearing. So if Brian's on board, I feel like we can, you know, because he's yeah. like news guy. So uh, I'm not saying he's like thinks we're bad people like Brian swears in a, in a normal conversation you're having with him. But um, he's also running a clean operation of local media. Yeah, I mean, so we don't have to be HBO or Showtime. We could still be like TNT or USA. Comedy Central after <laughs> <Yeah>. 11. <laughs> Moon was wearing clothes tonight. We're fine. Yeah. We, did. We, we, we were fine. I thought you were going to wear the dicks out for Harambe shirt. Well, it's uh, in the wash, actually. I couldn't find it. From all that boot. I got this hanging up all the time. That is pretty I. I do love the fact that you own a Ric Flair freaking robe. <laughs> I expect nothing less. That was funny. I thought I thought we'd at least get like the Borat bathing suit underneath it, Moon. I'm a little little. Hey, it's too warm today. <laughs> That's Darren, true. That's Darren true. said he Darren said he had to go, and now he's in the comments. <laughs> Can't get enough of us. I love that kid. Uh, yeah. So new commercial. We're gonna do that. Yeah, just different things. So um, I guess we can wrap this up. I mean, we're kind of just 
backpedaling a little bit to some degree, but uh, no, thank you guys for coming on moon. Uh, you've been, you're our, you're our first ever fan rant champion. I feel like yeah. we should get you something for that. Like a trophy. Right. I would say I get you a case of beer, but you own an entire beer distributor. So right. yeah, that would, I'll, I'll bring you a fish fry. Hey, I, all right. choice. Hey, <laughs> moon, I, if you're, if you're smart, you'll ask them for uh unlimited chocolate milk card to be well, able to use you're gonna be in luck because we have some uh product that's a little expired so it's gonna be paul's lenten special it's gonna be like ten dollar cases of beer for fish fry batter so i'll talk to you all right perfect, <laughs> all right, perfect. bartering i all like right. that we can barter uh but yeah thank you guys hunter thanks for coming on all right thanks guys see you soon Yep. Thanks, Moon. See ya. See ya. <laughs> thanks. A, thanks a lot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. I don't know. I still haven't heard from him. But is that is that a shot at me, Joe? What the hell? I'm a little offended right now. I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Kylie during baseball season. Oh, it definitely would be. For both of our sakes. I hope, yeah, maybe we can get him. I hope we can get him to come on for some baseball talk because he actually, like, I don't think I know anybody who could rattle off more baseball stuff off off the top of their head than he can. He loves Major League Baseball. Like, I like Major League Baseball a lot, but he, I mean, he can name, like, rotations of teams and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to have to be digging in. We both are to some degree. But that's, again, yep. like I said, like, in the future, I mean, we don't have to run down everything. You know what I mean? Like, we can right. pick specific topics about what's going on in the league. And I, and I, I know I used uh, Pardon My Take as an example. Like, I don't want to mimic everything they're doing. But I do think, like, I like how they zero in on specific things. Like they don't keep it like yep. this broad, huge, you know, let's go over everything that's going on in the NFL. Let's go over everything that's going on in baseball. Like we don't have to do that. Uh, I know we did that this past week and gave our takes on games and we can still do that slightly, but we can alter it a little bit. I think that, you know, that's, that's for the staff meeting. Yeah. Can you imagine can after we out. have, after we have some beers too, the ideas we're going to have, they're going to be fucking brilliant. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be amazing. Can't, we just got to make sure to write them all down. Oh, we're taking no, We're both having note, notebooks and pens. Everything that comes right. out needs documented because otherwise, yeah, we we may not. Yeah. Spro, clear in the air. I, I feel better, Spro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I guess that'll do it then. Season one in the books. Real quick, want to shout out. Uh, everybody who's been a part of it, I know I threw some names out there already, but go through the, uh, well, I'll just say them again. Dom Schwanke from the get-go helped me out. Uh, Pooh Bear with the voiceovers that he still does. And, and he, you know, may be a bigger part here coming up if we get to do, uh, the match as planned, which I hope we can, uh, Swing Juice, pretty cool. We've gotten, you know, a couple, uh, payments from them from people who are going in and using our promo code so we we really appreciate everybody who goes there and does that it helps us out because uh the plan is which i don't want to ruin it 
but Sketty is going to have his own little hub, kind of like I have here. Uh, hopefully, by the time we get fired back up, but we'll see. Be be pretty pretty close. Might be a couple shows in the old place, but the new and studio then, will be coming soon. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, uh, Napoli's can't say enough good stuff about them. As we pretty much, I feel like we talk about them a lot every episode, anyways. Especially like last week was National yeah. Pizza Day. Uh, your daily local, yeah. Brian and Andy. Uh, we want to obviously get with them too. Uh, kind of get the local local aspect a little more involved in season two. Jones Pest Control, the pioneer of uh, TBSP sponsors, so we love them. Blue Line Auto. They jumped on late, but they're here to stay. I know they aren't going anywhere. That's my my buddy and coworker, Brian Golnack, uh, has his hand in everything, it seems like, but he's really, really good with with vehicles and all of that stuff. Anytime I have an issue, that's like an emergency issue. Uh, that's who I call. <laughs> Cause he's like Johnny on the yep. spot with a lot of that shit. So uh, blue line auto has been great. Uh, me, myself and Ryan podcast, Ryan Klein, the really the guy who got me started because he started his own podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, if you like, like just podcasts in general, his is a pop culture podcast. It's really, really good. Try and uh, listen in on that. Available on Spotify. And uh, he added his wife as a co-host. And there's, it's a really good show. I, I actually do listen to that each week. Sometimes I get behind. I'll catch up. But uh, they they have a really, really good thing going there too. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he has in store in the future. But yeah, thank all of them. Uh, everybody in the comments. For the last, I think we're at like yeah. the last like 25 episodes or something have been live, right? No. Ish. 20? Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, 20. That is right around 30 was live, yeah. Yeah. So we're at 48 technically is the season finale. But um, yeah, so just thank everybody who did that, who, you know, chimed in, watched, uh, took shots at us. All that good stuff. We we love all of the comments. It, like I said, it makes everything flow a lot better for us. So thank you again. I think that's going to do it. be it. You got anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. Till next time, take care. Be safe.